Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Real Talk podcast. I am here with the beautiful gentlemen, Cam, Tyler and George. Your lighting looks amazing today, by the way. If you are on video and you're seeing it, it looks really, really good. I'm quite jealous. Thank you. As usual today, we have a decently packed episode. The main review being Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Just before we get into speaking about how everyone is, as a reminder, I'm uh, very, very well. We appreciate all the support on that at the moment. One thing we are really pushing now, if you are on video, you can see Cam wearing it, is our Barbenheimer t-shirt. Um, they are our highest selling product, and obviously if you order them now, you are guaranteed for them to get delivered before the release date of Barben, Barbenheimer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Barbie and Barbenheimer. Um, and also all the other merch is doing great, so feel free to check it out. And of course, the Patreon. We have some new tiers. We've got some new benefits available. Uh, to try and make stuff as, as best for you and, and get more bang for your buck. And of course, rate us on Spotify. Give a like on YouTube. Give us a sub and all that good stuff as well. First of all, I'll get into how is everyone this week. I'll start with, with Cam because he is kind of like a single dad this Hello. week. <laughs> Hello. Tyler says you are on your own with ba- Bailey for the first time. Is that true? I didn't know it was the first time. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yep. First weekend alone. Like normally, like so we live pretty close to our parents. So um normally I'll like to record on the weekend if Emma's gone, I'll take him to my parents and then they can watch him. But no, this week uh he's sitting right in front of me. We're watching a little bit of if if you're a parent, you may know Miss Rachel. She's a YouTuber, she's got like five million subscribers and she's a dog. She's an absolute dog because she just like sings in front of her screen and keeps kids entertained for years. It's it's incredible. So shout out her. Um, so yeah, he's he's just staring at the TV right now. So we got a bit of time. Um, is dog a positive there? Because if someone from the UK is listening to that, that would be like, why have you just said that about her? No, <laughs> like, dog is positive. Dog's good. If you call um, a woman a that's not a good thing at all. That's like really, really like. I've watched enough well. Love Island UK to know that that's like a horrible insult to call a woman. That's such a horrible thing to say about someone. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good, a good person here. Oh, we're on the move right now, so I don't know. I might be in and out, whatever. Um, but I don't know if I told you guys I'm moving this weekend, so kind of bland background. Um, yeah, I, for, I think I may have forgotten that, but yeah, moving this Such weekend. A big thing that you haven't mentioned. No, no, no. You, you, you told us you found another place. You just never told us uh, when you were moving. Oh, yeah. yeah so we have to be out by Friday. So not technically this weekend per se. And with Amagon, it may be a big struggle bus for me. Um, but I'm gonna try to get some stuff moved. So basically, like I don't have a background anymore. Um, but. Yeah, that's that's it. that's really it for me. How far um, away are you moving? Like just like ten minutes, or is it like a bigger move? Nah, it's like thirty-five or something. So it's not horrible, but it's not great. Um, and you know, I've said it before. I have a truck, so I'm like mover guy. So just like I'm always, uh, I, I we don't we don't rent like anything. I just gotta pack it all in my truck myself, and then take a hundred and a half trips. It's never fun. Um, but shout out Emma. She's at Taylor Swift right now. She loves Taylor Swift. It's probably like the happiest she's ever been. So she's like, she's very much a Swifty. Um, so shout out her. Where I, is Taylor well, Swift I guess, right now? She's not in Indianapolis, is she? No, it's no. Cincinnati. Hey, bud. Um, it's Cincinnati. So um, I don't know if you can hear that, but my son's standing right in front of me, basically yelling at me. Um, 
Yeah, it's in Cincinnati. So I guess she's not there. Like she she hasn't left yet technically, but she's leaving soon. Um, and then on Monday, obviously, she'll be back home. So whenever people are listening to this, it doesn't really matter. But we are recording on the Saturday. Um, but yeah, that's all that's going on with me. I, I think Seth mentioned it, but we shouldn't this this is probably like the last episode to buy a Barbenheimer shirt and and secure it. Okay. All right. For uh for the Barbenheimer release. So so buy them. All right. Great. And that was calm. Uh, <laughs> uh, George, how have you been this week, man? Uh, I've also been uh, good. I mean, I'm I'm no single father, but Victoria's been away all week, so I've just been kind of chilling in the city by myself and hanging out. Um, Where's Victoria? Victoria's in, in Rhode Island at her aunt's house uh, for the ah. weekend, um, and now I'm I'm home home this weekend uh just because i have a friend's graduation party tonight um but yeah week week was pretty fine fairly standard week of work um exceptionally busy towards the end of the week like thursday friday um didn't get around to watching indiana jones so i'll be silent for that review i was gonna go last night but i've been feeling like crap for the last 24 hours and i really didn't want to leave my house um but yeah pretty solid week and uh not much of an update for me. Fair enough. Tyler, how's everything going this week, my friend? Been a good week. Um, work's been busy, but this upcoming week, since it's 4th of July, like basically everyone that I know at work is taking it off, but I'm working, so it'll be a good time to like catch up and have like a chiller week of work. But yesterday pissed me off because I had like some, I had like a delivery from Home Depot. I had to stay at the house to like sign for as well as like someone coming to work on our water system basically like our our window was like 12 to 4 like he's supposed to show up anytime between then to come like fix it and he didn't show up to like 6 30 which i don't really care but the thing is like when someone's coming to your house to work on shit like i i was gonna go golf but i didn't because like well i have to wait for this guy to come i don't know yeah. when he's gonna be here i wanted to go work out in the garage but i'm like i don't want to be like in the middle of my workout and then like a guy shows up and i have to like go out all sweaty and like meet with them so basically i just ended up like sitting on my couch just like waiting all day and then by the time it was like 6 30 and then he came and it was over it was like that day was just like wasted and ruined so that was frustrating because i had a lot i wanted to do yesterday but yeah today good 5 30 a.m rolling nicely right now i'm gonna try and maybe golf today or something but yeah say it every week but it's hot as hell here in arizona but overall it's been a been a good week watch some good movies that we'll talk about well the movies we're reviewing on the main episode weren't good, in my opinion, but the movies that we'll That's talk about. That's a spoiler. About, That's a spoiler. <laughs> I think everyone <laughs> knows by now what our thoughts are, but um, when we talk about our what we've been watching this week, uh, some good movies. But so, um, but yeah, should be a good little week ahead. And the so Fourth of July is tomorrow for people in America. So if you listen to this, hopefully you have a safe. Tomorrow. Yeah, for, no, because he's talking about time of recording. And oh, I, I got, fuck, I got fuck. Con- yeah. time of so it's yeah, uploaded okay. on Monday, Fourth of July, right, Tuesday. Right. That was very natural. Even I was confused. Yeah, I, I was it. so confused. I was like, wait a second. Come on, you gotta be professional <laughs> podcasters at this point. Um, that's, no, that's, so that's people bad. listen to this, I hope you have a have a safe holiday. You know, it's a time where a lot of people either do like fireworks or go boating or drink. So you know, stay safe, be with loved ones, don't be stupid. Have a nice day. Enjoy the day off. And yeah, let's get into this episode after we hear how lovely, lovely Seth's week has been. Yeah, uh, pretty good. Pretty good week. I, I mentioned to you guys I went to do another shoot with Ladbard, which went really well. 
um, which was basically on like John Wick, not John Wick films, but him as an action hero. Um, comparing him to the action heroes, like that. that was cool. It was a lot more comfortable this time. It was a lot easier. I actually had a teleprompter this time as well. So I literally had to, I, I did ad lib and I changed things up. But I literally had to like just follow a teleprompter, which is so much easier than like having to memorize everything, which is what I had to do last time. Um, so that went really well uh, this week. Um, kind of back into regime with the gym again because my, my injury back's healed up, which is great. Feeling better, feeling healthier. Um, and yeah, pretty standard work week apart from that. Not really too much to mention. But with that being said, we can go on to our first review of the week. So this is Indiana Jones and Dial Destiny, uh, the fir- the fifth film in the Indiana Jones franchise. Um, George, like you said, was ill yesterday, so we didn't get a chance to watch it. Me, Tyler, and Cam watched it. Yeah, you did. Me, Tyler, and Cam watched it, so we'll give our thoughts. And um, We're all kind of around the same, but I'm going to start with the lowest of us and then kind of go up from there, Tyler being the lowest. But before we go into that, I'll just give... A brief synopsis. It's very much standard Indiana Jones plot. So, finding himself in a new era, approaching retirement, Indy wrestles with fitting into a world that seems to have outgrown him. As the tentacles of an all-too-familiar evil return in the form of an old rival, Indy must don his hat and pick up his whip once more to make sure an ancient and powerful artifact doesn't fall into the wrong hands. So, as I say, very, very typical Indiana Jones narrative. Tyler, we'll start with you because you were the lowest. Not that any of us were particularly high, but obviously you were the lowest anyway. Um, do you want to give us your brief you know, thoughts on it? Yeah, so I gave it a 3.4 out of 10 for 1.5 stars. And this is a really interesting movie in terms of the rea- reactions I'm seeing because I see a lot of people on Twitter, both you know film talkers and just like general critics alike, saying that they really enjoyed it, whereas a lot of people also saying they really didn't. But yeah. on my review, like when I gave it a 1.5 stars, I got like 16 comments. Like pretty much everyone's like, yeah, this film stunk. Like I totally agree. Like no one really had an issue with it, which is surprising to me because I've seen so many people vocally be like, I really like this movie. But then like, so normally I would get, to, you know, the naturally, like if you rate a movie low in letterbox, you're going to get some comments being like, oh, come on. No, this movie is good. So surprised I didn't get much backlash, but I have seen a lot of people like it. Um, I, my theater did give a, a round of applause when it ended. So People gen- generally are liking this movie. So if you do like it... A round of applause? Yeah, I think a lot of it really? was like probably like a lot of Indiana Jones fans. That's just like... Because, I mean, this isn't a spoiler. Everyone knows this is a send-off for him. Like, this is the final Indiana Jones movie for Harrison Ford, at least. Like I said, my Letterboxd review, I guarantee they're going to reboot this shit within the next 10 years. It's just the way yeah, things go. Um, but the, speaking of that, the shining light of this movie to me was Phoebe Waller-Bridge. So if they do reboot it with her and have like a female Indiana Jones as her, I wouldn't mind that. I thought she was really, really good in this movie. Um, took me a while to like buy into her, I guess, because so Indiana Jones is a very formulaic way of treating their female female leads in their movies. And even though this is Mangold instead of Spielberg, she started when she started in the movie, she kind of fell into that same trap where she thought uh, she might be a little one dimensional and not that exciting compared to. Harrison Ford, because I feel like Steven Spielberg would always focus most of his writing depth on like the men in his movies as opposed to Phoebe as opposed to women. But Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I actually really enjoyed. Um, Didn't enjoy the kid because I feel like what I I literally feel like James Mangold literally was like, let's try and make a new short round. Like I didn't feel like he brought put put the kid in in good faith. I feel like he was just like this worked in Temple of Doom. Let's try and get that magic again. Just didn't really work. Um, 
and I don't know. So one thing I've noticed that I'm really, really sensitive to, I've known this for a while, is like when mouths and voice, like when mouth movement and voices don't sync up. So much. And I notice it like, honestly, like 90% of movies it happens, especially when like there's a conversation between two people and they're filming from like the back of one person. And the, when the person with the back shown of the camera is talking, like it almost never matches up. But with the generated AI with Indiana Jones, like the first scene, like it just looked weird with his mouth like mumbling with the voice coming out because it like wasn't his face but they used his voice and it just felt very like uncanny to me and that whole train sequence just kind of was similar to the flash baby sequence for me where it's just like it was just not a great way for me personally to start the movie because it just didn't suck me in like i was just like this visually isn't looking great kind of already making me down on the movie um, but then after that i was just kind of mid like i just really didn't care for any of the characters mads mickelson I love him, but he was just very, very one-dimensional in this movie. I don't think anything was his fault. I just think it was written really poorly, um, which, like I kind of said in my review also, it's unfortunate because, like, The Hunt and Another Round are some of, like, the greatest movies ever. And someone did mention, like, Casino Royale. He's great in that. But, like, I feel like so many people in America just know him as, like, being in stuff like Fantastic Beasts and now, like, Indiana Jones. It's really, like, strange. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, not, like, a great character. And, like, he's had so much more range, but it just doesn't show it. Um, and then just to kind of end my quick thoughts on the movie, just they take a huge swing at the end, which I'm ha- really happy they did like Bravo James Mangle for like trying to take a big swing. Like when you're kind of reintroducing a franchise after a 15 year hiatus that within itself was like after a 20 year hiatus, you got to come out swinging. So I appreciate that they went for it. Didn't work for me, but I'm happy that they did go for that big swing with that ending and just kind of all that happens. But ultimately, just didn't find myself caring about this movie at all. And that's the big thing. Like, I didn't think. Also, I the big thing. Also, I just truly don't think there was a single shot that I thought was interesting from James Mangold. Whereas I feel like every single Indiana yeah. Jones movie has at least one. Raiders of the Lost Ark has like twenty like iconic shots or like scenes like the face melting, all those kind of stuff. There's always something to hold on to to be like, wow, Steven Spielberg really brought the juice with that that idea he had. Whereas this just felt so generic, and I think that's just why it just felt so meh to me. Um, but I'll leave it there. Three point four out of ten for one point five stars. Yeah, I, I'm so I give it a a, uh, a two. So I'm a little bit higher than you. And then Cam, um, he'll go on to his after, but he's a little bit higher as well. But none of us are particularly high on it. I, I've got the same issues as you, Tyler. My main thing about this is I go into an Indiana Jones film wanting to feel the essence of adventure. I, I didn't really get that at all. I, I I found it to be incredibly lackluster. I found the set pieces to be pretty average and like you say with an indiana jones film they're known for iconic sequences iconic shots having that that, that feel of, of, of thrills and adventure and i just didn't get that at all um i will say for weirdly enough i actually didn't mind the first um half an hour so i've seen the first half an hour of the chase scene um with the introduction of Matt mickelson i didn't mind it i think the de-aging here or there is a little bit weird and, and i definitely know what you mean with the the, the voice matching up with, with what they're saying um, but I didn't hate it. I, I, you know, I was it was kind of leaning into that you know island nostalgia in that period. I also that quickly wore off for me because first of all, I think the film is too long. I think it's far too long. Um, it being what is it like two two and a half, two hundred thirty five, something along those lines. Um, I think that's too long for an Indiana Jones film. Well, I think it's too long for this film. Um, I think it's a very drab and and boring. Um, storyline it's very cliche which is kind of what you expect but nothing really excited me at any point and i do appreciate the big swing which we'll go on to at the end but i it didn't really work for me but i appreciated mangold actually trying to do something different um i actually didn't love uh phoebe Waller-Bridge's character to be honest i like her as an actor i think she's she's really good 
I just I didn't like her writing. I, I don't think she was that funny. Um, I don't think the film was that funny. Harrison Ford was having fun, and, and I think she was as well, which is always a good thing to see. Uh, the the what was the kid's name again? I can't remember his name now. I don't know. Long Square. That was actually quite good. That was actually yeah. That was actually thank, quite good. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that was such a bad one. What was his name? Uh, it was. It's not even coming up. What was I his don't name? Know. I feel like I never referenced it. I'm trying to find him. I'll just call him like fake short round. Oh, I forgot Antonio Banderas was in that too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I do. I think he was just like a piece. The mango was like, ah, oh, this works for Spielberg. Let's put that in there. I think for me, the, the main thing this film lacked was Spielberg's direction. Because even in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which actually I'm not that um, low on, actually. I think Kingdom of the Skull is better than this, which isn't saying a lot because I don't think that was same great. Same here, same here. No, Kingdom of the Skull, I think, I can, Kingdom of the Skull is stupid, but it's also stupid fun. At the same time, there are iconic sequences, and even though it's not great and the, the story is a bit meh, Spielberg has the essence of filmmaking. He has that direction to where there's always points of interest. Um, and there's always points you can look at and be excited by, even though. It, again so it wasn't great um and i just found, I found this pretty lifeless for the most part like i want an indiana jones film to i want to be there i want to be experiencing it. and a lot of the sequences especially um nearing the end just felt really lifeless for me um which was a shame um i think it had a few moments of charm i think that you know they do rely on nostalgia and that is the same with a lot of these reboot and sequels and past the time but i think that it sometimes works for me especially in the first half an hour just seeing harrison ford playing diana jones again and actually have fun with the role because he was i mean fun which is nice to see um i just i just yeah i, I think that can only last for a certain amount of time you know if you're purely driven by that aspect it's not going to last too long and for me yeah um the, the fifth one India Jones exited with a whimper. Like Tyler said, I think this will reboot. I think this will be rebooted. I think in the next five years, to be honest, we'll get one with um, maybe Field Wall Bridge, whatever. Um, I think we'll definitely get another Indiana Jones esque film in the same world. Uh, but obviously, that was Harrison Ford's send off. Who knows? Um, but yeah, exit whimper for me. I go with a, a two out of five. Um, so I actually have it quite a lot lower than Crystal Score. I have Crystal Score a three. So I think Crystal Skull is like okay. Same here, three star uh, kit Crystal Skull gang. Yeah. Real real film, real film fans know it's not that bad. Um, although it's not great. But yeah, so Cam, um, if you want to give your thoughts, I know you're a tiny bit higher on it than, than myself and Tyler anyway. This is just this is uh Quantumania all over again. Um no, also people no, may have seen me like freak out and like rip my he headphones off at one point when you were Okay, thank you, baby. While you guys were like reviewing, um, there was like a fly in my headphones somehow, like <laughs> exposed headphones, and all of a sudden it started flying around. Don't know how that happened. So it must have been like chilling ever since I put it on and then started flying around crazy. Um, yeah, this this movie for me was just kind of the definition of mid. I gave it a 50 out of 100. Um, it, it was fine, and nothing about it like made me upset, nothing about it made me happy. I will say, I think this is uh, I, this is Harrison Ford's best performance ever since he became old and hated every character that he played, um, other than Indiana Jones, of course, because he loves Indiana Jones. Um, but like basically ever since, I'll say, The Force Awakens, every role Harrison Ford has, he just doesn't care. You can very clearly tell. Um, I think this is his best performance since that. I think, I think he did pretty damn well. Um, I liked Freebie Waller-Bridge a lot. 
Uh, I like Tim a lot. Mads Mikkelsen, you know, is never going to do bad, um, but he like wasn't really given anything. Uh, the story was fine. Um, everything, in my opinion, was fine. And at the very least, and fight me, bitches, at the very least, I didn't have to watch Shia LaBeouf on my damn screen. So he would have made it better. No, that dude sucks. He would have made it better. No, he doesn't. Shia LaBeouf's a good actor. Yeah. I don't know why we were having this conversation. Nope. At the very least, I didn't have to watch Shia LaBeouf. I got to get uh, my kids some, some uh, food real quick, but I'll try to be back with spoilers. Y'all do spoilers, though. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to go back off like uh, of Tyler's comment as well. Mads Mikkelsen, Tyler. Like I see on, I, I think I saw, I, I see articles of Mads Mikkelsen, and it's like people do reference him with just being a franchise villain a lot. And it's kind of annoying because he does tend to get these villainous roles where they're so one-dimensional. And I can still watch Mads Mikkelsen on the screen and enjoy it because I think he's such a talented actor and he has this presence and he does play a good villain. Um, so I did enjoy, I did think he was okay in this, but that's purely because of him and not because of the way the villain was wrote because, like you said, it was so one-dimensional. And th for me, another issue with this film is it just felt like the same thing. I just... Indiana Jones was chasing him to get the artifacts. He was chasing Indiana Jones. It's just again, again, again. It just continues to repeat itself to the point where uh, boredom, um, to be honest. But yeah, I mean, Mads Mikkelsen, it's a shame that he doesn't get more roles that are fleshed out as a villain because I'd, I'd really like to see that. I think, like, Tyler, imagine having Mads Mikkelsen having, by playing a well-written villain. It would be really? Casino Royale. Casino Royale, he's great, but he's also in Tyler's favorite Star Wars. Which one's that? Last Jedi or some shit? No, it's a, it's a Rogue One. He's a villain in Rogue One. Or no, he's actually the good guy. No, no, I've seen, I've Sorry, seen he's the good Rogue. guy in Rogue One for the first time ever. But yeah. Well, he was at least Tyler's forgettable because I don't remember that. <laughs> he's, God, you can't remember your favorite Star Wars? He's Jyn Erso's father. Wait, is he a villain in the Fantastic Beast film? Yes, he's Dumbledore. Wait, well, right? he's not a villain. He's just in the Fantastic no, no, Beast no. films. He's what is he in? He he replaced Johnny Depp. Yeah, so uh, or, so he's not Dumbledore. He's Voldemort. Bit oh, Grindelwald. 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 Gay wizard oh. Hitler, basically. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen it. I think I think Red Le Red Letter Media calls him Gay Wizard Hitler. Gay yeah, that's crazy. That's a crazy thing to say. That's what. He, that's basically <laughs> what he is. Um, I mean, we're going to spoilers like. I think with this film, up until a, a certain part, you know, you, you, you really can predict most of what's going to happen. But he does take a big swing at the end. Um, Tyler, I want to know kind of... What's the big swing? Am I stupid? I thought it was a fine ending. What's time, the big swing? Time traveling. Oh. oh. I thought we knew that was happening. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. That, well, okay. That's fine. Yeah, I guess. I mean, not necessarily. Tyler, I, the ending for me didn't do a lot um but i appreciated the swing i know did you say you liked the ending of this no i like that they took this oh, like when they were, basically they were like flying into the worm <laughs> freaking sheep over there um yeah. i appreciate they took the swing like with the time traveling like they yeah basically they were flying towards that wormhole and there's like a moment where you thought that they were gonna like turn around or like something was gonna stop from going through it i was gonna be really pissed i was like if you're gonna tease this the whole movie give us some goddamn time travel so i was, I was happy they actually took the swing but it didn't do anything for me. Like they went back to like what, like 300 BC when Archimedes was alive and there was, there was in the midst of some war and they were just like flying their plane yeah, around yeah. and they were getting hit by catapults. And, and the thing that's annoyed me about it too, is like Indiana Jones is a smart character. Like he's gets out of these crazy situations, 
But yet when he time travels back to the year 300, he's like saying like, no, leave me to die here. Like, leave me here. Like go on without me. And like, he should be smart enough to know that that simply would just like ruin the entire universe timeline. And like, just like, just, he should know that it just wouldn't work. And he's just like, maybe, maybe time travel and this is different where everything's okay. Yeah, well, happy, it was like the first time it ever happened, so I doubt they were just like experts immediately when they time traveled that's, that's back. Fair, that's fair. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, it just didn't do anything for me. I think like just a lot of the motion just never hit, and the whole time travel. Like, I'm happy they actually did it because the whole movie is building up to getting that di- getting Echo. that dial and going back. But I don't know. Like, what what even happened when they went back there? They like flew back and saw that time travel works, and that Mads Mikkelsen messed up because he was dumb. And then, yeah, he like he like shot out to like way before Hitler or something, or they wanted to kill. Him. They wanted to hit kill Hitler, and then he shot out like way before or something. And then well, I'll explain like the ending because I feel like it's important. Yeah, you probably do better than me. Yeah, well, I I actually if I do, I probably say the same as you. So I'll just pull it up and explain the ending again. Spoilers for the whole ending. So if you haven't seen it and you don't want to know the ending, then I'll also know. say just like in and just like well. Okay, so it, it's it's a callback and it's fan service and all that, but every time the Indiana Jones theme hits, it hits and it hits hard. Doesn't matter what it is. I think every time it plays, it hits hard. Well, I, I actually was going to ask you about that. I completely forgot. So before I go on to the ending, obviously John Williams did this score um, again. Yeah. I've had a few conversations with people who didn't really feel that at points. Crazy. I, I, no, I'll be honest. I'm the same. Really? I, crazy. Yeah. I, but, no, but at the same time, I just think that the film really took me out of the Indiana Jones feel so to the point where the soundtrack and the, the, the theme didn't really have an impact on me because I just was so disinterested and bored, to be honest. Because, Tyler, what did you think about the theme? Yeah, I didn't think it was anything better than any other movie. I thought it was just... Uh, it felt very similar to me to um, the Fantastic Beasts, the final one where they would just play the Harry Potter theme every 15 minutes to be like, Hey guys, remember like this movie stinks, but remember there's a Harry Potter. So we're we're going to trick your mind to think this is good. That universe has given up in, in like trying to act like it's anytime it's anything other than Harry Potter. Whereas Indiana Jones, I think is still Indiana Jones, but I feel like in the first couple fantastic beasts, they were like, Hey, we're Harry Potter, but we're doing our own thing. And then the third movie was like, no guys, we also have Dumbledore and we're Harry Potter again. So everyone comes to this movie and it stinks. Yeah. I, but I, I think, I think I'm, I, in, I'm in between Cam and Seth. I didn't love, I didn't think the theme hit ever. I was never like, Oh yeah, this, this theme rocked. But I, I mean, never like, I don't, I don't know about the score. I don't know about the score in general. I'm just saying like the dun da 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 every time it played I was like bah! it's like the rocky music just oh, it's like it's corny as hell but every time you hear that dun, 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 or whatever the fucking rocky music I, yeah, is like, I get yeah, what you're saying. I, I just get I just I don't get even mean it just I yeah. think I I think I love the intelligence theme. I think the thing the reason I didn't really wasn't impacted by it is cuz I was so disinterested in the film itself. If you're that disinterested and you're that bored and they're just kind of throwing that in again, like Tyler said, really to remind you, this is an Indiana Jones film. You know, you used to love these films, whatever. And it just gets to the point where it's kind of becomes kind of redundant for me. Um, but I'll go over the obviously the ending, we'll explain the ending. So Indian Helena managed to make it to the second half of the Dow first, buried with Archimedes at the ear of uh Dionysus, I think it Dionysus. That, that sounds right. Yeah, in Sicily, when they un- uncover his skeleton, Archimedes is holding a watch, which obviously went around around his time. 
Before they can question that further, uh, Vola, Maz Mikkelsen's character, arrives and Indy gives him the other half of the dial after Vola threatens Helena. Indy gets shot when Helena, when Helena, when Helen's addy, uh, ally Teddy, that's his name, Teddy, short round 2.0, Teddy. He arrives and tries to get the dial back before Vola and the Nazis leave with Indy. Helena and Teddy follow them to the airport where Vola intends to use the dial to travel back in time to August 20th, 1939 to kill Hitler and take over the Nazis. So very similar to what we've seen before and rewriting every mistake he feels that Hitler made, which led them to losing the war. Uh, but Helena manages to sneak onto the plane while Teddy steals another plane to follow. I will say that like it did take a big swing, but at the same time, did any, didn't you guys like, predict that from the start that was mad mickelson's plan when he was speaking about how the war ended and stuff like that well also i just thought like and like i didn't want to say anything like during non-spoilers because i didn't know if this is a thing but i thought like the whole dial of destiny and i feel like the way they marketed it, for some reason i always thought like time travel was like the end goal of this movie I thought, but i don't yeah, know if that I was just something i made up in my head travel was coming yeah, I don't know if they I ever officially we, said it. I just I felt like the dial of destiny for some did. yeah for yeah. some reason I think I just you made it up in my mind. I was like, oh, time travel's happening in this, so that's why like I, but I think it was like a surprise to some people, I guess, that they actually did it. Like I know Kingdom of the Crystal Skull with aliens was a big swing. Like all the Indiana Jones like are fantastical and do crazy stuff, but <laughs> Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was the first one to really be like, okay, we're going like super bonkers with like aliens. So I think with yeah, that be cool. happening with dial destiny, they're like not that surprised, but. I don't know. I just think it's like Mads Mikkelsen's character is just kind of an interest because we've seen so many movies with Nazis and it's just an interesting take on the Nazis to be like Hitler was so stupid. Yeah. I know I know I, I, every mistake he made. I'm so much smarter than him. I'm going to go back and be better than Hitler. And I'm just like, that's, I think that's, that's I think that's I think that was like a very funny part of the movie where at the one constant like you'll never get backlash if you make your villain a Nazi because everyone hates Nazis. Right. Everyone can agree Nazis suck. Well, uh, if you make, not everyone, I'm sure. Well, everyone, sh- everyone should agree that Nazis suck. But for the most part, like you can always make Nazis your villain. So I love how they just default Nazis on it. But then they're also like, but this Nazi doesn't like Hitler either. So people are going to like him more. And it's like, what a what a trick on that one. I, well, I, thought, I, didn't, I, th- that, I didn't think they were trying to make people like him more. I feel like they were. Well, yeah. I, I, no, I, I think he was just doing it because I don't think he'd do anything that different anywhere. Like you can tell, you know, when he's in like the um, the hotel or whatever he's in, and that guy speaking to him who's like brought him dinner, and then he's talking about yeah. how they lost the war and how he wants to go back and yada yada yada. I don't even think it was like he didn't like Hitler. I just think it was a case that they lost the war and he hates that they lost the war to to to, to the Western world. So the point is that he was just trying to go back and do things slightly differently, but still be a Hitler-like figure in order to win the war. I don't know if you were trying to like almost okay, maybe not like him. I was just <laughs> like, saying, like it's funny that he was like I'm anti-Hitler too. Yeah, I guess so. But I just not think anti- that was like it's such a, a one-dimensional take to have. Like it, it was so obvious from the get-go. Like, you could even see his face in the early periods um, when we start, and obviously, Indiana Jones is, is captured. Um, and he's is he looking for the? No, he's not looking for the Archimedes at that point. He's looking for the dial, isn't he? No, he's look, he finds the dial, right? He finds he's the dial fake for the Archimedes, or is it? I forget. Who cares? So many... <laughs> yeah, he's, he's trying to find the thing. Like I said, man, this thing is so mid, in my opinion. Like, I, I, I don't think it's like horrible. I think it's fine, and also, I don't think like a lot of it is necessarily James Mangold's fault. I think he did pretty well with probably what he was given in the just like old ass I... Indiana Jones, but um, I don't think he did because I, I think that. 
I, I as a as a, I, I think the main issue I have with this film is the direction a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I think it was I think it was visually uninspiring. I think it it didn't take many leaps. There was no sequences which stood out to me. And I think the main issue with that is James Mangold. And I mean, admittedly, I, I know you guys like him a lot because you've seen uh, Logan, which I haven't seen. Well, well, have you seen Ford v Ferrari either? No, I've, the only one I've, seen, I've only seen a couple of his films. I think he did Wolverine, didn't he? I think he did. Yes. No. Did he do the first the Wolverine? Yeah. Really? I forget. I forget he did both. He also did. Uh, um, uh, what, he did Walk the Line, which is interesting. I actually. Oh, he did. Three, he did three ten to Yuma. God, this guy's great. Fuck yeah. Is also, even... recently my um also recently my search engine has been Yahoo. Can't figure out how to get it to go back to Google, and I'm really starting to get pissed I don't off think because I've Yahoo sucks. Yahoo search engine like 15 years. It sucks. It's so bad. Yahoo, this is why you're canceled, or you should be. Um, but, but yeah, I I think personally, my main issue was was James Mangold's direction. What's y'all's opinion on The Greatest Showman? Uh, I haven't seen it, which is shocking really... for me. Super average. Uh, was that the one with the thing with, with great with music? Hugh Jackman. People I've... love that movie and very and gloss over the fact that uh, what's his name, Hugh Jackman? Uh, who who does he play? P.T. Uh, Barnum, really shitty person. Just people like love that movie. Just like, like people really like that movie. P.T. Like, like... Barnum just found a bunch of people that had like defects or had like something weird about him, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna make money off you. Like weird person, bad guy. <laughs> People do not talk it's about one that of those polarizing like graphs I've seen actually. To be yeah, honest. people really like that movie and also really hate it. But it's it's I don't like it. I don't. Like oh, it. Okay. Um, but yeah, basically, Indiana Jones. Um, is there anything else you guys want to go over at all, or we should kind of just stop them off? So one more thing I want to talk about is Shia LaBeouf. The way they killed him off. Um, what, I think his name is Mutt, right? Mutt Jones or something. Um, yeah, Mutt Williams. Mutt Williams. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, he didn't have the same last name. So they, they killed him off in like a super lazy way, similar to like Transformers, where like they just like mentioned him for like one single sentence and that's it. Yeah. Basically, yeah. so like Dial of Destiny takes place in 1969 and Kingdom of Crystal Skulls 1957. And basically, they say like that Indiana Jones and his wife have been separated for like years at this point. They're not talking because basically Mutt went to join the army, like to like spite his dad. And then he was killed in action. And then from there, like him and his wife, like slowly started not being like, cause she took it really hard. And obviously he took it hard as well. And they yeah. just didn't really have like the same connection years past. They separate and it's been like years since they've seen each other. But the thing is, so like America first joined Vietnam in 1965. This movie's in 1969. I don't know. I feel like it was just like convenient, to, like throw him into Vietnam. But like the way they talk about it in the movie, make it, it seems is. like he's been dead for like a decade. Whereas like ages, t- yeah. timeline yeah. wise, like it would have been like two years ago that he died. So like, it, I get it. They're like, oh, America's in Vietnam. Let's just say he joined that war or whatever. But it just doesn't really like. No, it didn't really make sense. Like, like historically, for me, I was like, when I heard that he died in the war, I was like, when does this take place? Because I feel like Vietnam's like just starting right now, and like the fact that he's already been like dead for so many years is kind of well, well we think it's so many years they speak about it like it's so long like right because yeah they make it seem like that like that strained the relationship and then they were married for a while still and not really working and they got divorced or separated and and all that but so uh, honest question is th- so like if you you know like he's not in any of the marketing we knew shia buff wasn't in this like is there a better way to do that like, would you have rather them just not mentioned it? Or, like, is there a better way to do, like, hey, we're killing off this character? 
I think there's a more. I I prefer it being mentioned, but I think there is definitely a more creative way. And I don't get me wrong, I don't know. But then there's a more. Yeah, creative like it's way it, at that that. point, it's not like I bet Shia LaBeouf just like didn't want to come back for this movie, and at that point, it's it's not something they can really do. Um, so I just didn't know if like. I think all... they could weave it into the storyline a bit better than just using <laughs> something that is so predictable and lazy in my opinion i think they could have weaved in a little bit better okay. um i mean i'm I sure they could have i just i don't know like what it is i don't Here, so like for me a two second mention is like that's all i need like if you're if you're not i'm not this movie was never going to be perfect so you know if that were the only thing detracting for it i'd be shocked but yeah the Here's my super fun made up theory. That's like 100% like in no world do I think this is like real, but I just want to think it's real. So basically they go back in time at the end. And then that one, so before they go back in time, Indiana Jones, wife aren't talking estranged. The love's not really there. He travels back in time. He comes back. He's all injured. She shows up at his apartment. Like Phoebe Waller bridge brings her over and then they rekindle. They hug. They have some smooches. They feel better. So my theory that, you know, there's 0% chance of being true, but he went back in time, rippled the timeline. Shia LaBeouf never went to war. He's alive. That's why his wife's there and loves him. They, they don't, they're not estranged anymore because Shia LaBeouf's alive. Indiana Jones is rebooted in five years. Mutt Williams is Indiana Jones. Shia LaBeouf is back. Cinema. <laughs> End rant. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I don't hate Shia LaBeouf, honestly. I just don't care for like 90% of the characters he plays. Um, I like Honey Boy. Um, so think good. He, I forget think he's a good actor. Peanut Butter Falcon. I think. Yeah, I think he's a fine actor. I don't think he's good. I think he's fine. Like I, I don't think he's bad. Yeah, I would say good. I don't think he's great. I think he's a good actor. Like I would never put him in a list of like top fifty, top hundred actors, but I would put him in a list of probably like top two hundred. I don't know how many actors I think, there I think are. Top two hundred is very, very good. To be fair, you think? Yeah, maybe of time. all time, I maybe like living right now. I would have like Harrison Ford like miles above him. Would you? Even above, now, uh, now, maybe yeah, not. Now. Not miles above him. I don't know. That's a, I have Shia LaBeouf above my Harrison Ford right now. I'd have, have, I think I'd have him above him now. I think not, even Harrison Ford mailing in shit is better than most. No, yeah, I uh, hard disagree with that. Lost. Um, I will also say, while also having a kid, and I know you're going through this, Tyler, as well, having a puppy is not any more fun. Um, like, it's, it's very fun, but this guy's more of a menace than Bailey right now. <laughs> and he shit uh, on that floor earlier. It's just killing One me. thing I did want to ask you all, you know, just casually, and George, you can get involved in this as well. I would like you to give me your Indiana Jones rankings so everyone can know our individual rankings for the five, or in George's case, four films. Cam, you go first. So, four, five, two, one, two, three, one. So, Wait, sorry. So, four? Yeah, so Kingdom, Dial, Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, Raiders. Um, Raiders. And I was also about to, like, uh, I don't know, I was about to tweet this last night, but didn't really feel like it, but I think I don't care what anyone's like rankings are, but if they don't have Crusade and Raiders at the top, I don't I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I think those are like the clear cut two best. Yeah. I think that's fairly standard and should be standard, in my opinion. Obviously, like everyone has their own opinion, but I feel like Raiders and, and Last Crusade are, are leaps and bounds better than the other three. Yeah, Tyler, what's yours? Yeah, so bottom is Dial Destiny, then there's a decent sized gap. 
Kingdom of Crystal Skull. Or no, sorry. Dial Destiny Bottom, then Temple of Doom after a big jump, and then a small jump between those two to Kingdom of Crystal Skull, and then a jump up to Raiders, and then my top is Last Crusade. Base ranking. I actually I like that ranking, to be fair. I mean, I'll go over mine in a second. George, give me yours for obviously the four. And just the four Raiders, my number one, followed closely by behind by um Crusade. Last Crusade, and then Temple of Doom, Kingdom of Crystal Skull. Yeah. I think that I'm sure you guys would agree. I think the Raiders and Last Crusade are like so close in quality. Uh, I'd go last place I'd go Dial. Um then I would go Temple of Doom, same as you, Tyler. Then I would go Crystal Skull. Then I would go Last Crusade. Then I would go Raiders. But I think Last Crusade and Raiders are, like Cam said, I think they're like leaps and bounds yeah. ahead of the other three. So I have a, I have a Last Crusade and a ninety-four. So four out of four and a half out of five, but as close as you can get to a five. And then Raiders at a ninety-eight. I love Raiders. I know not everyone. Oh God, we're, oh. all right, Bailey breaking my computer. Um, I know not everyone does, but um, I I also I saw Kozer P Films, or so it's Connor from the screen unoriginal Kosser. Is that it, Connor? Yeah. Well, his name's Connor, but I, I thought it was Kozer. My bad. Um, but he he's on the unoriginal screenplay podcast. Shout out them. Um, uh, but he said he didn't like the uh, like he did he doesn't love the dad son aspect of the last crusade and i think that's what happened about the best part uh, uh i think that, I, I think that was the most emotional moment of i think so too yeah and it, and it went viral this week like everyone loved to retweet it it is a great it is a great it is, theme, it, it is. i also really saw i also saw like someone tweet that the last crusade released like 43 years ago today um like yesterday or something so i saved that those exact pictures and i was about to tweet that from the real talk account but i was like i'll google it first just to be sure released in like may and 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 so twitter for you yeah i was like i was like damn that really sucks i can't can't clickbait that right now um yeah stop stealing um, my hats man please we'll move on from dan jones our scores, obviously, George, I'm assuming you'll watch it soon, and then you can speak about it on whichever podcast you want to watch. Tyler gave it a 1.5 or a 3.4. Yep. yep. Cam gave it a 2.5. I think it was a 50 exactly, wasn't it? On the yeah. number. On the okay. number. Just made. I, I give it a, a 2 out of 5. Right. I'm going to get um, now. Y'all enjoy cracking movies. Bad time. Bad time. What are we doing now? I just wanted you to do the Hey Hey Hey's trailer song. No, wait. I thought Tyler was doing Kraken movie. Or we yeah, we, we, we got more reviews. We got oh, yeah, Kraken. We got Secret Invasion. Oh, yeah. We got the bear. Get yeah, Jumping yeah, the gun. Yeah. Um, we'll go into a film. I had no fucking idea what it is. I think it's a DreamWorks I, release. Yeah, take about five minutes, Tyler, because that's all I need. Or go to the bear second. But I'm, I'll be back. No, let's go to the bear second. Um yeah, Ruby Gilman, Gilman or Gilmer, uh, Teenage Kraken was is a new uh, DreamWorks animation. Genuinely, no idea what this is. I know it's not opened up very well. Tyler's the only person to watch it, obviously. Tyler, you want to give your thoughts on this on this film? It is DreamWorks, isn't it? It I is DreamWorks. It's DreamWorks' yeah. latest. It it really disappointed me because when, especially in the animated game, we get so many like you know we're getting Toy Story like seven. And we're getting all these like continuations of franchises and same with not, not animated. I don't know why I call it anime. We're getting just same old IP recycled. So when we get something original and new like this, 
I hope it does well because I want more original new IP. But the fact that this is Ruby Gilman Teenage Crack and something we haven't seen before, that's about as far as you get in terms of like the world and the, the characters are new, but that's where the originality ends. This movie's basically turning red, but just with less less juice. Like it's literally basically the females in the family that are, are that are Krakens, they're living on Earth now. Uh, just like going to school being normal people with the with the normal people and they look different and they just the joke is they just say they're canadian why that's the reason they're blue and but anytime the females touch the water they turn into like massive krakens like you know like the type of big scary monsters huge that like destroy cities so they obviously avoid water movie starts with like a boy she has a crush on falls into the water and starts like drowning so she's like well shit i'm not just gonna let him die i'm gonna go jump in and save him but then of course she becomes a massive kraken the whole school sees her and like she big deal like everyone's scared um so then it is very much turning red exactly exactly turning red but then what's so weird is that this is a dreamworks movie but she finds a friend who's also on land who's an underwater creature and it's a mermaid who's redhead not like a not like a redhead like ron Weezy, like a redhead like aerial redhead like pure red she's a mermaid she left her family because she wanted to live on the real world like it's literally ariel from the little mermaid like literally the character t i'm like how are they getting away with this yeah like it's turning red and the little mermaid mix so they just like took two disney ip and merged them together and then like i I posted on twitter too like they have an alternate poster on letterbox of like the spider-man homecoming which is like marvel which is owned by disney so it's like they just tried like literally at least three different ways to just like rip off Disney IP and like I don't know if there's like DreamWorks trying to like bait their lawyers or something. But I've just seen that that poster now. That's crazy. Yeah, like there's yeah, so yeah. many so many Disney things in here that like DreamWorks is just not associated or has IP. And the weirdest thing for me is like the Little Mermaid. Like they even reference her. Like so like a a fisherman like catches her and she's like, oh look, we got the Little Mermaid. And I'm like. What? How is this even like allowed? Like it's literally like, like it literally looks like a carbon copy of the animated Little Mermaid. So it, it was just weird. Like the whole fact that it was just basically turning red, it just felt like I said, like it's a new ca- new world, new characters. But that's one hundred percent where the originality stops. Everything is just refreshing stuff we've already seen. Straw Hat Goofy's in it, and like the final like two seconds as a gym teacher, and he gets hit in the head by a dodgeball, doesn't have a single word. I don't even think he says, like, doe or, like, ouch or anything. How, like how, like, how would that hit. even work, then? Like, if you don't say a word in voice acting? I don't know. You know I'm, I mean? I'm sure it was probably one of those things that, like, he recorded lines for, but then when the final cut came, like, it didn't give anything, oh, yeah. it didn't give any credence, because he, yeah, and maybe I missed it, because, like, he's a very minor character, but all I saw was him getting hit in the head by a dodgeball and, like, maybe saying ouch or something. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the themes are there of like a classic animated story. It's all about like it's the same as Turning Red, it's like embracing who you are, embracing your culture, like not being a, afraid of it and shy shy away from your culture, but instead embracing it and being proud of it. And yeah, it's just it just doesn't bring anything new to the table. I gave it a two point six out of ten for one point five stars. I was I was definitely disappointed by it, and it was also weird animation too because like. There's many moments in the movie where the animated sequences were jaw-dropping, awesome, very cool stuff. And then there'd be like the final battle scene where the animation all of a sudden looks like a PS2 graphics awful. So it just felt very uneven and unbalanced and it almost seemed like they like were making this movie and were deep into it and realized it wasn't going to be anything special. So then they just kind of like cut way back on the budget and just were like, okay, just wrap it up and finish it so we can put it out. But yeah, nothing more needs to be said about it. It's just... 
not very great. And it's also disappointing because wasn't DreamWorks' last film, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish? So, like, they were coming off a very yeah. high. So, the fact that it all of a sudden became generic and the villains sucked when, like, Death was such an incredible villain. Yeah, just kind of stunk. But it was the first time I ever it's saw the new DreamWorks like- intro in theaters and uh, didn't care for that. Like, I think we talked about that a few months ago when it all went over Twitter where it's, like, the guy on the moon, like, surfing around the world and going through all the different DreamWorks IPs and stuff. And yeah, Was it quite, like, a low budget? Um, because I've not seen much, if any, marketing about this at all, to be honest. I, yeah, it, honestly, like, I never heard of this movie until Straw Hat posted his video saying he was in it. So I was like, oh, I'll put it on my radar. And it's DreamWorks. So I'm like, uh, eventually, I want to see all the DreamWorks. So the budget was 70 yeah. million, which was it's like high, but I mean, like, so animation is not crazy, right? Like, it's not, it's honestly pretty low for it's probably the lowest theater released animation budget that we've seen in a long time just because well, everything boost the last wish was 90 so that's actually not that much higher to yeah. be honest would be higher than that actually. that's interesting um but yeah not good. But yeah so what was that 1.5 did you say yep 2.6 out of 10 for 1.5 stars. okay that currently has like a 2.8 on letterbox as well it says average ratings are not great uh, George, I'll pass it over to you now because this has been all over my Twitter at the moment. Uh, the Bear Season 2. Is it all of the seasons been released or is it like two episodes? The whole thing. Oh, do they do the whole thing? In whole case? entire season's released and it well, should be all over your cool. Twitter because it's the best show out there right now. Um, I killed this season in one day, obviously. I've been excited for this. Are they short episodes or is it like like 50 minutes? Or the, like? it, season 1, they're fairly short. Season 2, they're like... What show? Like a lot of them are a half hour. One of them's an hour and 20 minutes. One of them's two of them are like 50 minutes. So they're all over the place. What's it on? Is it HBO? It's not HBO. Hulu. Hulu. Oh, Oh, Disney Plus then. Interesting. Yeah, so Disney Plus for you. Um, But no, I love the season. Um, It's I I said uh, many times there are multiple episodes this season that I like to categorize as some of the best episodes of television I've seen in a very, very long time, particularly episodes six, seven, and the finale, so 10. Um, I just love it. It takes everything I love about season one, which is just the chaotic nature of, of being a Chicago cook, as well as um, you know diving into a lot of trauma and PTSD that this one family has, and it expands on everything. Um, and then I also mentioned that one thing I love about the season is that Season one kind of makes our side characters feel like side characters. Um, season two puts everyone in the spotlight. Everyone has their moment. We're diving into like everyone's backstory, everyone's psyche, what everyone's going on, uh, dealing with in their like personal lives. So I absolutely love. Um, and that sounds like it could be something that can get overwhelming just because there's a lot of characters. But this show is written so well that it just balances everything beautifully. Um so yeah, I really like that episode six is the absolute standout. The, the the cameos that we got are fucking incredible. And then um episode seven as well, we got another cameo, which I absolutely loved. Um I actually texted you guys about is it, it but Poulter? he's not a cameo, is he was seen my No 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 Will Will Poulter we know, but uh that, I'm, I'm not gonna so mention fucking handsome in that fucking Yeah, he's a he's a good looking dude. And then with the tattoos, it's just on. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's just crazy. good. It's just good. They they knew what they were doing. They were yeah, trying to yeah. make me feel bad about my appearance. Uh, but no, yeah, I loved season two uh, so much. I'm gonna rewatch it very very soon. Um, and yeah, I think all of you guys should be watching The Bear because it is the best show on television right now. Well, I started it. Tyler, 
Yeah, I was gonna say Tyler watched a few. Episodes oh, you you so. killed all of seasons one and two. No, no, no. I didn't watch season two, but I, I, you said everyone uh, should be watching The Bear. I'm like, well, I started. I'm six episodes yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, no, okay. Do you want to just give your brief thoughts so far, Tyler? <laughs> yeah, like it, it hasn't hooked me yet. I know. Well, actually, everyone loves season one also, but yeah, I don't know. How like many the, seasons are, or how many episodes are in the season? I mean, so. 10. 10. 10 and two, but eight and one. And in and, and season oh. one, they're like 20 minute episodes. So, like, you can kill all season one in like really? an evening. Yeah, it's, it's super. That, that entices me more Maybe to watch it. Kill that thing. Yeah, that entices me a little bit more. It, all right, Bailey. I don't really recommend binging it, though, because like, it's just such a stressful show that I feel like it would honestly benefit it better from like a weekly release um, just to let you digest it more. Because I didn't really like going back to back because it's like so overwhelming. But yeah, I'm excited to get into season two because I've heard a lot of people say it's even better. Um, I, I like what George is saying about all the side characters becoming main characters because I, I definitely feel what he's saying with that for season one. But I really like Jeremy Allen White. Um, the whole cousin thing. I, also I just heard. can't get over that. I don't know why. It's just like it's so cringy to me. I, just, I was about to say I heard in season two they say cousin more. They say a yeah. lot. Yeah, but like I, 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 I saw your tweets so every time you were. But like, is it not ironic though? Is it not like meant to be ironic? No, they're actually. No, that's how they call like, it. Yeah. Yeah, but like I, I never, I don't know. Thing? It never sounded like forced to me. Like I don't know. They just like established very early on. Like that's what they do. They just call each other cousin. So, yeah, it's like a weird. It's a weird issue yeah, that only not. I have. So it's it's, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> just, I will say, Tyler, that you know, you said you're not hooked yet. I'm just. I thought I'd look at the, like the scores on IMDb for the episodes. The lowest rated scores are really the first five episodes of season one, and that's where it starts really. That's so literally all like, I've seen. It's the first five episodes. So I think I'm just yeah, on the yeah, precipice like, of where it kicks off. And then season, like the end of season one, and then season two has got some really like highly rated ones. So maybe I'm kind of enticed to watch it as well because now I know that it's short. I thought it'd be like you know like a usual series, like fifty an hour episodes and stuff, which it's kind of hard to do. Um, but yeah, Secret Invasion. That's nice to go over. Episode two. Mm-hmm. Cam, I'll throw oh, it I'm here. Resident MCU fan for it was, it was episode two, wasn't it? Or episode yeah, three? Episode two. I think it's a fine episode. I do like a lot that the episodes are like actually an hour long, but then I mean they have like their five minute credit or whatever, so forty sure. 50 minutes, whatever you want to call it. But I like that. It feels like they're giving a little bit more time to each character because it is a lot of characters in this, whereas every other Disney Plus show feels extremely rushed. Um, it's it's not it's not perfect. I still like Loki more, um, but again, we're only two episodes in. We'll see where this goes. Um, but it is, it's very different from like MCU that we're in right now and that I can appreciate at least a little bit. It's, there's like no jokes really. Olivia Coleman's great actually said like I, I really like olivia coleman's yeah. character she's just kind of she's like the only one that's kind of allowed to have fun and just kind of be silly with it and and she's very good at is she is she like comedy acting in it not comedy acting but like all right so spoilers for episode two but it's not really spoilers but basically hi bud uh basically she's like torturing someone but she's like just being whimsical with it kind of like jason oh, momoa yeah. in fast x but a much better actor um <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. and and so like she's just kind of fun um yeah and it's like i don't know i saw a tweet the other day like she cuts off someone someone's finger and i saw a tweet the other day i was like this is on a disney plus show by the way and i'm like all right that's not that like it's not that crazy for like what movies get these days, but you know, everyone's gonna. Is it actually it. graphic for MCU? Like genuinely graphic? I mean, like they actually, like you see her cut off the finger, like she cuts it off. Um, it's not like graphic by any means. And you can all, and also like the finger turns green immediately. All right, that's a spoiler. Uh, that's, that's, that's a spoiler, but. Um, so so she's she the thing then. Brilliant. No, not her. She's yeah. cutting off a finger. 
she's oh, like so, someone okay. else's. She's torturing yeah. someone. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. That's a spoiler, but I didn't say a name, so it's fine. Um, as soon as you see her interrogating someone, you'll know. <laughs> <Yes>. but, uh, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I don't hate it. Is it the best written thing ever? No, probably not. Is it the best show ever? No, probably not. Uh, but is it much better than a lot of the other Disney Plus shows? Yeah, I think so. Um, so I, I'm enjoying my time with it. I don't know if most people are. George, I don't even know if George watched episode two. I was going to ask if George watched it. I didn't see, like you say, anything about it, even in our group chat. But um, normally I feel like you'll at least text us and be like, that was fine. That was shit. Um, yeah, no, I, I, for, for all like the MCU shows, I, I, in the past, I like post a review after every single episode. Um, I always do, do that, first do that for She Hulk. Yeah, no? I did it for every episode of every previous Disney wow. Plus show, or at least most of them. But like, I just, I don't know, that's not the content I want to post anymore. So I, I didn't post my review for, for episode two. But yeah, I think it was, uh, we never talked about episode one, so I guess I'll start there. Yeah, episode one was fine. Uh, I think it's exactly what you expect from like a series premiere of a Disney Plus show. It just lays the foundation, establishes the characters, you know, kind of builds the tone and kind of shows you what the show is about. And I did enjoy episode one. I didn't think it was anything special. I don't think there was like a, you know, I didn't think it was a standout premiere for Disney Plus shows, if I'm being honest. And maybe that's just me because I know a lot of people are praising episode one. Um, but maybe I just, I don't know. I don't particularly no, like. I've seen both ends of it. I know some people didn't like episode one. No, well. no. Like it, the thing is, like I liked episode one. I just don't care about like Nick Fury and the scrolls and Maria Hill. Interesting. Like as much as I care about like Wanda or you know Loki, Loki so. or something else. Like I just don't care about these characters as much as I'd like to. Um, but again, I'm not knocking the show because of that. I think episode one was fine. Episode two, again, fine. We're kind of falling into the typical MCU thing. I'm pretty sure there's only six episodes here, and episodes one and two have kind of like... Are they long? They're like an hour each, maybe a little oh, less. Jesus Christ. Yeah, okay. but, um, but yeah, I'm pretty but sure... They're the longest game. of any Disney Plus show. That's yeah. I'm doing so all like, MCU shows are quite long. No, they're like, uh, they're like... They're always like 45 minutes, but again, uh, they have like seven-minute... Uh, like, like uh, credits and credits stuff. yeah because yeah, yeah, they yeah. have like they have like a like a graphic credit where they like show like behind the scenes pictures or whatever or maybe like they never have post, post credit scenes in the final like, episode of a season i feel like something the mc would do they do definitely they do. Um, but not in everyone not in yeah. everyone but I they forget. definitely do yeah so like uh moon knight was uh jake Locky. oh yeah. Uh, yeah 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 i don't think wandavision did was Loki something? Loki, yeah, was him coming Loki. back to the timeline, and then Kang yeah. was like the leader of the TVA. Oh, yeah, so yeah, they definitely have. They definitely oh. have. Um, that's interesting you say that because I feel like, and maybe it's just because it's Samuel L. Jackson where I care about Nick Fury. It and it's very easily could just be because it's Samuel L. Jackson. And yeah, I like, lot, like it's, I, I have nothing against the character of like uh, Nick Fury or, or Maria Hill no, or, yeah. or the Scrolls or whatever. And, I don't know. I just like don't. I don't. And it's think also. The, I don't think the MCU has built up his character as anything other than the guy who brought the Avengers together, mm -hmm. particularly well. Interesting. That's fair. Um, and it also could be because I'm a huge Himian fan that I care about Colby Smolders. Like I, I that could be the only reason I care about Robin. Yeah, I, I will always call her Robin. <laughs> um, and also, I think Mads Mikkelsen or Mads Mikkelsen. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> All, all the same people. Um, 
God, what's it, what's his name now? I can't think of it. Uh, please give it to me. Ben Mendelson. Ben Mendelson. Ben yeah, there was an M. There was an M in there somewhere. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> awesome. I think he's by far the best in this show. I don't know if you agree. Ben Mendelsohn, he's I mean, he's good in like he just he's never in every, been a bad don't compare guy. him to Mads. No, I don't ben think that's like a crazy comparison. I don't think that's a crazy comparison. Ben Mendelsohn always plays a villain too, so him and Mads are like perfect for each other. Ben Mendelsohn's incredible. It. Yeah, right. Yeah, ben Mendelsohn's great in everything, I um, but I think he's by far the best in in this show. Um, even with Samuel L. Jackson. And I will say they also give Samuel L. Jackson a lot of corny, or maybe not a lot of corny lines, but they gave him a very corny line this last episode. And it only works because it's Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> like he could say anything and it will, and it, it'll be fine because it's just him. So um, I don't know if they're just using that there to their advantage, but if they are good on them. Probably. Uh, is that real covered on that one? Yeah. Oh, also unreleased shirt. One of one, I know this like more Dua Lipa. I, I got it, I got it. So we can't sell these because copyright, I guess. Um, but uh, I was able to buy one because um, I it's I, we didn't make any money from now. You've just made any, everyone jealous. They can't well, I, if we could get a play more Dua Lipa shirt, we were we really tried. Um, uh, but yeah, so I'm very happy with it. So two real talk shirts today. I'm also sitting next to one. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. <laughs> number one mark yeah i don't know i don't know what was i don't know why, <laughs> they're just but... all over wait which, which shirt was that that you just made Lala land one Lala land shirt i was wearing yeah. it last, oh, i think yeah, i was wearing it last night and then i turned and then i put on my bar barbenheimer shirt and oh, then my dual oh, leaper yeah. shirt to try them on and i don't know if i ever put that back on i don't know we'll move on anyway before we get into trailers if you are enjoying this episode so far make sure you hit that like button on YouTube, or if you're on Spotify or Apple, leave us a rating and a review. It really, really yeah. helps us out. Cameron. Oh, I feel like I haven't given a lot of effort into this so recently, <laughs> so I'm going to do my best. Hey, 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 it's trailer time. So there we added a lot into that. What time? Know. What time did you go to bed last night? What time did you stop? Like two a.m. Like yeah, two a.m. Where was my invite for this card session last night? Yeah, where was my invite? It's actually you don't know one. Go. I, I, I don't have an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, it's actually wild that you would say that kind of thing, Seth. When I have added you to a group chat and asked if we're playing, and you didn't even reply. <laughs> not last <laughs> night. Not last night, but you didn't reply yeah, the first time. So you sent it me at four in the morning. Right, are you staying up for UFC tonight? But you'd normally be up for yeah. UFC. Okay, so skip UFC COD with me and Alex. <laughs> no. We'll carry right. on. Twitch.tv no. backslash Cam Walsh 27. We're going uh, to. Uh, Seth Gaming. Uh, I don't know my name. Elden Ring. Follow me. Uh, fuck no. That was terrible. Follow me on hey, Twitch hey, too. Yeah, George and Tyler. Okay, cool. Whatever. <laughs> First trailer we got. I'm afraid to open to George for this one because yeah. I know for a fact he was very, very excited. And I mean, let's be fair. I I don't love trailers. I got goosebumps watching this shit. And that is the new trailer we got for Dune Part yeah. 
two. George, how good is this shit look, man? They, man, let me tell you, I I was sitting at my desk. I was at work when this dropped, which sucks. The both Dune trailers that have dropped have dropped while I was at work. It was very uh, random. Did we get any news? It, it was very random. Yeah. So the the first day when the tra- when the first trailer dropped, I knew it was dropping on that day. So I made sure to get to work early so that I can get an office so I could be by myself. Yeah. Right. So that I could record a trailer reaction when necessary. I didn't know this trailer was dropping, so I'm sitting at my desk. I'm scrolling Twitter at one point, and I just see someone tweet, Dune 2 trailer. That's and I was awesome, like, oh. I, I, at first, at first, I was like, this is a pretty dope-looking fan-made trailer. Like, well done. Like, Because yeah. I did not think two trailers were going to drop that uh, like closely next to each other. Not even just like two teaser trailers. Two no, like, two long. full trailers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I got up from my desk quickly sprinted to the nearest open conference room and watched it and recorded my trailer reaction. Man, that trailer, bro. When when Timmy yeah. screams, I am Paul Maudib Atreides, Duke of Arrakis. I was like, God, I am erect right now. This is incredible. That yeah, one, yeah. the so, one shot. Of everyone. The overhead the shot of shot, everyone. Yeah, of where Timmy is walking. I was like, that's the Messiah right there, bro. Good be God. And then I, Greg Frazier, that man knows what he's doing behind the camera. It's unbelievable. I uh, I really like Austin Butler's look as well. I think that's so menacing. I'm so so curious to like hear how he sounds. You know, am I stupid for not knowing Christopher Walken was in the second Dune? I mean, I wouldn't say stupid because I I I've, I had no idea he was. Gonna that's be in been this. news since like last summer. I had no idea he was going to be in. This. I saw him in the trailer. I was yeah, like, Shaddam the fourth. Yeah, I mean, he plays a really interesting character, but yeah. Uh, Tyler, we'll pass this over to you because I know you mentioned this, and I kind of agree. It's a long trailer. This is like a three-minute-plus trailer. It shows a lot. We haven't got a runtime right now for the film, I don't believe. It's going I, to be I imagine it will be three hours plus. Which, and yeah. I, I complain about three hours plus a lot. I won't be complaining shit about this being three hours. That's fine. Make it seven hours. No worries. However, the trailer was long, and, and, and Tyler, I know you mentioned this, didn't you, on Twitter or something? Yeah, I, I didn't watch the trailer. It was it's just too long for me. I don't want. I don't. I love Dune so much. I don't need any more hype for it. I'm. No, I, I had no need to watch the three minute trailer. Watch I, I just trailer. didn't want to see That's that crazy. much. Crazy. I watched um, it so many times. I I, I, I I never watch trailers unless I have to for, for the podcast. And I I watched this like two or three times in a row. And then I'm, I went. I'm sure it'll be before like every movie coming out. So I'll see yeah. it eventually. But totally, yeah. I, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm not seeking it out. Just like it's it's just too, too long, man. Three minutes. Like I don't. That's no, it, good, even no. if it's a three hour movie. That's like still over. Like it's like two percent of the movie you already see. Maybe Denis just pulls out the bag and just like brings like four and a half hours of Arrakis. Four. Give me all of that. <laughs> I mean, I would just temper your expectations. The budget's lower than the first one, so I don't know where all this three-hour expectations coming from. The I, I do think it will be... Yeah. What's, is the budget... How much is lower is the budget? I didn't actually know it was lower, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. It's like $20 million less, so nothing crazy, but the fact they added so many new cast members and they've confirmed it's a trilogy, I would temper your expectations on thinking it's going to be a three-hour movie. Really? I, I, I think it'll be two hour forty five plus. That's my guess. Anyway. How long was the first I, one? I'd be shocked if it's like the last one was like two two thirty five ish. Yeah, I bet uh, it'll be around I that think length. But I mean, yeah, like I, I love Dune, the original or not the original, David Lynch sucks. Yeah, you probably. don't love the original. But you don't love the original. I love the original Denis Dune, the Dune. Um so I'm I'm ex- I'm so like I gave it like a nine point eight. The second I watched it for the first time, I absolutely loved it. I rewatched it, loved it even more, like I, I, I'm my hype levels through the roof. This movie's gonna be incredible. 
I think the reason like I'm so excited as well. I only watched Dune like what was like two months ago or some shit. So it's like yeah. fresh in the brain. And um I think it's my favorite uh Denis, like out of all of his films. I've seen all of them now, and I think that's my favorite, which is quite a rarity, it seems. A lot of people don't like Dune, which is interesting. Um so I, yeah, I'm very, very excited for this. Now Cam is back. Cam, did you watch the Dune trailer? Hell yeah, I watched the Dune trailer, man. <laughs> it was peak. It was awesome. It was electric. Well, come on, I'll um, throw it over to you. I'll ask the same question I asked. Do you think the trailer was too long? And how long do you think the film is going to be? We just spoke about this. Also. I think the trailer was too long for book readers, fine for non-book readers, because I'm a non-book reader and I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, yeah. So I am big, big thumbs up to this trailer. I thought it was awesome. Um, I think the film will be 245. So That's not three. Think. Nice. Damn, me and you. We should kiss. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. Uh, I, yeah, I think it would be like a little bit longer than the first, but we are all very excited for this. Obviously, Emma, I think most people. Emma, are. Emma asked who I was kissing, and then got a little jealous. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Um, no, it was great. Good trailer. Um, I'm excited for the movie. Cool. I, I'm sure we'll you move guys. On. We also got a trailer for Bird Box Barcelona, which someone is going to have to help me here. When does this release again? I can't even remember. I don't know. Uh, July. 14th i think or seven that 14th. early yeah it's in july i just did my movies this coming out in july first trailer TikTok. right yeah but i mean i don't know does, it's basically a does netflix always do that do what this is netflix right yeah. it's gotta be yeah, bird yeah. box was netflix yeah, yeah it's gotta be but like does netflix always do like where their like trailers come out closer to the movie release so that it can build type like feel like other movies let me do it with the first bird box did they I don't. I don't remember. I think, that, I think with Netflix, they just crank out so much movies, like so many new originals yeah, coming out every week. They just don't have time, and it's like it just muddies the waters. They're promoting a movie coming out in three months when they have like eighteen more originals coming out between then and now, and it's like I just yeah. feel like they just try to keep it tighter. Bird Box uh, only only got. Do you guys like Bird Box? I think it's very mediocre. I liked it, didn't love it. Like I think it's pretty yeah. average. I, I, have it, I think I have it at like a three out of five. But I think, uh, I think it's perfectly average. Like I, that that movie only got popular because people started like killing themselves doing the bird box challenge. Oh, I left Billy left the meeting or I left the meeting. <laughs> no, no, bye Seth. No, Seth. All right, carry on, Tyler. You're you're in charge, Tyler. Dad, help us. Help um, us, Dad. Yeah, I, I mean Bird Box Barcelona looks fine i don't know like the cast intrigues in me it? like diego calva's in it so i haven't seen him since babylon man so maybe i, I would have known that if i wasn't using yahoo as my search <laughs> engine. Uh, he's but like the fourth listed person you're an idiot the thing is i liked the bird box world and i hated the ending i don't really know if you can make an ending worse than they made it for me personally so therefore i'm excited enough for this movie because i did gen went through the blind sanctuary the right deaf blind yeah yeah deaf um, and blind yeah, because they couldn't like or well, no, I, I think it was blind actually, maybe. Yeah, because you couldn't see. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't, I didn't like the ending, so I don't really think I can do worse than that. But I also really liked the world of Bird Box. I thought it was an interesting story. It was sufficiently creepy at the beginning, especially when the world starts crumbling. So like, I'm excited to see this because I did like the majority of the movie. So we'll see. And it's a new cast, new setting, and it's been long enough. Like it's. Like I, you know, you can make the argument we don't need a bird box sequel, but whatever. But it's like what? It's been like seven years or something. Like it's been a long time. So it's like, sure, fine. Mm -hmm. I'll watch a bird box movie. Like I'll I'll watch it the first weekend. Oh, I didn't mention this earlier when we were talking to Indiana Jones. I don't think it'll be rebooted that quickly, especially when what is 
Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, 2011, 2012. 2008. Yeah. 2008? 2008? Holy shit. Jesus. That's a while ago. Um, I think it'll be a much longer. I think it'll be at least 10 years. I, I didn't say that earlier. But yeah, you're not wrong. We haven't gotten a Bird Box movie in a while, so they're not like overdoing it, I guess. But So that's fine. Yeah. Did you guys watch the trailer for Retribution? The No. Uh, no, I most certainly didn't. <laughs> I, I saw it before... What movie? Indiana Jones. It's just like... It's unbelievable how Liam Neeson's in another one of these movies. Oh, that's what it is, where he can't stop? Well, it's like, no, he's like, it's it's more Taken vibes. It's just like, he gets a call like, and he's I, like, I'm going to blow up your car in two seconds if you don't do this. And then he's like, who are you? Okay, I'll find okay. you. I thought I read it as, I thought I read it as, um, like, I thought it's like he's in the car and he, they're going to kill his family if he stops the car or something. Or Oh, maybe. I thought that. I didn't pay too much attention to the trailer to be honest, but I know it's basically like the, the trailer's basically they're like, We're gonna blow up your car and he's like, I don't believe you and then they like blow up a car like two cars away from him, like, Do you believe us now? And then it's just the whole classic it just becomes a taken trailer or something at that point where he's on the phone, yeah. he's like, Who are you? I'll find you. It's like unreal how Liam Neeson's in so many of these movies. Like I feel like it was yeah. a joke and a meme after like the third one he was in, like third movie like this, but now it's like number 12 because there's like four Takens and he had like nonstop and he had so many other movies after Taken that were like the same kind of vibe. And it's just crazy that they just keep on coming like this. No shit. But um, yeah, Retribution is going to yeah, be very ass. About that movie. Um, but f- I-, I guess we'll go f- Five Nights at Freddy's. How ever like so uh, many people are hyped about that, and I didn't know that many people were hyped about. Can it, you guys hear me now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's back. He's back. He's back. Enter yeah. perfect uh, timing. You can talk game. about Five Nights at Freddy's. Resident Horror. Yeah, guy. sorry, mate. I just had to um, reset my internet. Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. I've seen a lot of hype about, and you like on Twitter. This trailer went kind of crazy in terms of like retweets, views. Um, I'm excited for it. I do think. It, one of those where I, I don't really know how it's going to be you know the, the the cast it's got um josh hutchinson and matthew lillard so who knows i think um if it does a good adaptation and it's scary which the games are very much so and if they get the effects right if you get the animatronics right if you get the look right it could work and it could be a good horror i think it will make a fucking load of money um no doubt in my mind there's five nights of freddy's a very very much a a fan base which i think people don't realize how big it is um i think this will make a lot of money i think it will do really really well um i'm assuming you two didn't play it yeah at any point i never played it never played it it was it was scary you wouldn't play it tyler you're scared anyway but it's very good and i am looking forward to it but i I don't know how good it's going to be um are we finished the trailers there did you guys touch on retribution we did if you want to add any comments on it feel free but uh yeah i have no care at all about this film (laughs) whatsoever it's going to be terrible (laughs) yeah Uh, we'll move on to news first bit of news uh sad news alan arkin has unfortunately passed away at the age of i believe 89 very very sad a man who brought much joy to my childhood um and a legend and actor who will be sorely missed but i'll just throw that in there straight away um moving on paul thomas anderson's next film so rumored rumored to include leo um joaquin phoenix Viggo mortensen and regina hall i mean and it's proven to be with uh distributed by warner brothers as well i mean that cast looks promising have joaquin phoenix and leo been in a film together before no nope they haven't 
Okay. I mean, that cast looks fucking crazy. I always see like TikTok videos where they're like two actors I'd love to see together. And then like also like a director actor pairing I want to see together. And it's always Leo and PTA, Leo and, PTA. Leo and Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, Leo and Joaquin Phoenix, uh, sorry, PTA and, and Joaquin Phoenix have, have clearly worked very yeah, they've well worked. in the past. Yeah. And then, and then I always see, always Leo and PTA, like yeah. all the time. So this is very, very exciting. Um, I'll just fly through these. If you want to stop me anywhere, just go. Evan Peters has been cast as the villain in Tron 3. I've seen the first Tron, like the original. I have no oh, idea about the Watch Tron Legacy. Wait, wait. So there's two no, Trons? I thought there was just Tron, Tron Legacy. Five. No, no, there's the OG no, there's and then there's Tron Legacy. No, there's the 1980s one, which yeah. is why. Uh, okay. Tron, the, the one that was in the end of uh, 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 the fucking Dave, Damien Chazelle movie, Babylon. Yeah. It was, in, uh, it was at the end. Um, he star, Evan Peters is starring alongside Jared Leto in, in, in um, I don't know. Okay. But the main oh, character is Greta Lee. The this main role was cast yeah. as Greta Lee from Past Lives, who I love. She's yeah. my front runner for best actress. So that's cool. Evan Peters and Jared Leto. Yeah, whatever. Wait, uh, don't, don't throw Evan Peters. Yeah, don't put it. Yeah. Do not, do not throw That's him. That's an exciting casting. It was Jared Leto. Evan, you know, Sorry, Evan Peters has never turned in a bad performance. <laughs> even, as, even as brother of Wanda Maximoff in Wanda, <laughs> he was good. Evan Peters in the MCU? I didn't know. Yeah, he, he was he there. And the X-Men universe, too. Yes, that's. That's actually the moment people started disliking the MCU for the first time ever. I think. Yeah. Because it was right after Endgame. Far From Home came out. No, Far From people Home disliked out. the MCU before. No, no, no. no, no, no I'm no. telling you. What do you Everyone, mean? Of course no. they did. Okay. Yes, people alive. did. But I'm telling you, not mass people. So, okay. So, it came out. Endgame came out. Far From Home came out. And people were fine with it. People were like, this is a, a good. I like it a lot, obviously. But I think for the most part, got a fine reception. Then WandaVision is the first show. <laughs> That comes out after during COVID, they introduce Evan Peters Quicksilver from the X Men universe, and then they change his they change his character to be a a, a person named Ralph Boner and make him. Was, no, sorry, this was not the downfall of the MCU. Yes, no, no, no George. No, no, George this, 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 this is when cat. people were genuinely like, "Wow, yes, this is the first time the people like and." and Soups was mad about this. This is the first time I got a mass crowd. Dude, to Seth, because the end, you. the end of one episode, Wanda opens the door and you see Evan Peters. So you're like, "Holy shit!" It's the X Men universe coming yeah. into the MCU, and then he's in like one or two episodes as and then, as his comic accurate like costume. Yeah, it's like a Halloween episode, and then him and Wanda are in the him final and, episode. They're like talking, and he's like, "No, my name is Ralph." Uh, is, uh, Wanda's like, your name's Ralph Boner, and he's like, well, it's actually Bonner, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> not stupid shit, right? I'm, I'm not kidding. That was the downfall of the MCU. Because everyone was like, yo, it's Quicksilver. Oh my god, is that Mysterio? Yes, yes. yes. George is with me. Like, I'm if you were on the internet at this time, Seth, you would, you, I know you were on the internet. At this yeah, time. I know you I were. Was like, I'm telling you. No, no, that was the that was the craziest like MCU. <laughs> things yeah. that is that has ha ever happened uh, it's quite funny to be fair. um <laughs> i yeah that's the downfall <laughs> we'll, we'll move on anyway barbie is tracking to earn 70 to 80 million open weekend oppenheimer tracking for 40 million as predicted barbie will massively outsell 
Oppenheimer. Is 70, 80 million, is that a lot for an opening weekend? Is that domestically? Is that internationally? I don't actually know. No, I'm sure it's people are, when people saw the early tracking for both Barbie and Oppenheimer, people's first reaction is like, that seems low for both of them. Um, 70 to 80 million and 40 million. That would mean both, neither of them would touch a billion if that's true. That would mean Barbie would end like around yeah, like no. maybe half a billion and Oppenheimer maybe like 400 ish million. Depends on the legs. For me personally, I think for sure Barbie's going to outsell Oppenheimer. But I feel like Barbie's going to have a lot more of like a huge surge the first couple of weeks. Whereas I feel like Oppenheimer, just because naturally it's an older, like older crowds will see Oppenheimer more, which means the legs are going to be a little longer. So I think Oppenheimer will like make more money in like the later weeks. But Barbie overall is going to make more money. But yeah, I think both of them, if, if either of them go over like, okay, we'll talk about Barbie because it's going to make more. If that makes over half a billion based on these projections, that would be like thumbs up. But what was the budget for Barbie? They, they both have the exact budget of a hundred million. Oh, really? They both have the same, same budget. budget. They have the same budget. Isn't that kind of crazy? So yeah, crazy. More yeah. for Oppenheimer, that's $100 million. And that, yeah. So and I it looks like it's like, going to be insane. <laughs> like, like, obviously, I think Barbie probably built the bigger set pieces, yeah, whereas Oppenheimer were. just had to figure out how to create a nuclear bomb <laughs> without killing people. <laughs> like that, that was their idea. They were like, all right, $90 million to killing a, or to not killing anyone. To killing people. Yeah. As, it's 40 million sounds quite low what have previous nolans done in the opening weekend like what did no not tenny what did like dunkirk do i think that was because opening 40 million sounds i mean oppenheimer we've thought it before it's long it's um dunkirk was 50.5 million you want okay. like inception interstellar was 47.5 and inception inception well. seems to be number oh finish number one at the weekend box office at 60.4 million so this, okay, so this 40 million is not like that low then no it seems like to be crazy. pretty far for the course uh, um, i thought it'd be higher to just because nolan but yeah I, I don't i know what you mean Tyler. i think this will have more legs Let's see what the uh, dark 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 big surge. again look at what the dark night that's nolan 200 set really uh, that's probably globally yeah it's or maybe that was, I don't know. yeah that was a, that was a joke it, it's batman yeah, it's, it's, oh sorry sorry 158 207 adjusted for inflation just okay cool we'll move on so squid game season two begins filming later this year cool over a thousand over a thousand actors have now signed the letter uh, to SAG saying they will strike if all their requests with the studios are not met. Um, obviously, we got like, I think this has been like a news for a while. We got um, a few actors who've signed on, basically, which is cool, interesting. Um, I'd be keen to know your thoughts on this one, though. Steven Spielberg, uh, Martin Scorsese, and Paul Thomas Anderson um, will now help curate uh, create content at TCM, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is the Warner Brothers. Is it a TV network, like classic films? Turner Classic mu Movies, yeah. Turner Classic Movies, okay. And I, I, I've seen a lot of stuff on this, and I think the initial reception on Twitter from a lot of people was quite positive, but then at the, at the same time, I've seen a lot of negativity, which is understandable, because these guys are full-time working directors working in a place where this is meant to be kind of someone's job, I guess, is to create the content, is to work on this as their sole purpose, whereas these guys are... Still, all three of them very, very active directors in the industry, still creating, producing work, and writing films. What are your guys' thoughts on this at all? Especially like Tyler, for example, because I feel like he'll just want. Um, yeah, so I didn't love it. Like, so basically, like it, it seemed like Turner Classic Movies was going to be like going away. It was going to be gone. Warner Brothers was giving it the kibosh, so they saved it in that sense. So, if you had to pick three directors working today to curate Turner Classic Movies. Sure, they're the three probably best you could choose. If you're going to have three of them running it that are directors working today, that's a great 
great trio you got there. However, like you said, it's replacing someone's full-time job and like how stretched thin are these guys? I think they are obviously all three of them massive fans of classic cinema. So they don't want to see something like this go by the wayside from a massive company like Warner brothers. But I don't know, like, how much attention are they really going to be able to give to this? How, would, yeah, how much time yeah. can they put into this, really? I don't care about Turner Classic movies or in terms of, like, I don't know the impact it has, so I don't really know what they're saving and what they would have missed. So, like, I'm sure on them for them there's a big deal. So, cool guys to run it. Like, it's cool news, like, three really buzzy names. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of weird that, like, full-time directors are now going to be doing, like, a Warner Brothers side job, like a like a – nine to five job basically just like randomly curating movies like it just seems like it should be someone else's job but maybe what i'm hoping for what they maybe their plan is just that they're going to be curating it to keep it afloat and then hoping to get once it gets some revival maybe they can show warner brothers like hey like look this is still a worthwhile investment then they can kind of kick it back up yeah it's whatever i don't really know turner classic movies like i said i really have no clue what the impact i don't know if they were killed or like taken off like i don't know what the impact that would be so is it just like a tv network or something is that pretty much what it is <sighs> i don't know if it's cause like i know sony pictures classic is like a sub brand of that makes movies so yeah so turner classic movies presents the greatest classic films of all time from one of the largest film libraries in the world find so it seems like just like a curated like list of all of classic movies and so it's just kind of trying to keep a time capsule of like the classics it's just like a curation it seems like kind of like the criterion channel but for like warner brothers it's kind of what i'm getting from it yeah that makes sense cool Ariaster's next film eddington is described as a western noir ensemble movie set during covid uh interesting it's definitely a, a brave decision to set something during covid as we've seen films do in the past it it really works or it really really fucking doesn't george what are your thoughts on this Cam, what are we doing bro yeah and i was watching that then <laughs> just like, big, anyone just on the fuck out of a bagel <laughs> <laughs> um no i obviously am very excited for anything ari aster uh has to put Wait, have out you seen Bros afraid yet yeah what was your thoughts on bros afraid i can't remember what you thought of it i didn't love it i gave it a two and a half out of five oh, okay interesting yeah, oh, yeah um that was my first video back after I took like a month off from TikTok. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but no, I hate, and I know we've spoken about this, like including COVID in movies. Like we're trying to like forget about that shit. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I don't know. That that part definitely turns me off to any, like it doesn't matter who. If Christopher Nolan made a movie that was set during COVID, I'd be like, okay, why are we doing this? So. But we know now that Ari Aster doesn't give a fuck what you think anyway. Yeah, like, exactly. Ari Aster's self-indulgent shit. And he hey, that being said, uh, sick, which is yeah, completely which really COVID, wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad. No, Whereas right. like Glass Onion, which just mentioned COVID, didn't like that. You didn't like Glass Onion? No, I liked. I no, sorry, I, I really liked COVID. Glass Onion. I didn't like just like kind oh, of. Oh, oh, just including. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. I got too much uh, cream cheese in my bagel. This yeah, week. I was gonna say you really put that figure to work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For Eddington, like, so what's interesting about that is, so westerns are cl- classic, like '60s to '80s cinema. Noirs, classic, like '30s to '50s cinema, and then that's during COVID. So it seems like it's really like a genre bending movie that he's got prepared. That's kind of combining super classic Hollywood to maybe like when he was younger Hollywood to modern day with covid but i really like ari aster i think i like him more than most people i rewatched *Bo's afraid and absolutely love that movie so 
Uh, I'm excited to see what it is. It sounds like he's going less we, and less. He's going more. I don't know how to say it, like more away from horror with each movie. Like I mean, I mean, hereditary. Yeah, because hereditary was first, then Midsummer. Like I feel like he's slowly walking back away from like pure horror, which kind of seems like what some directors kind of do in general. Because I feel like horror is like not an easy way, but it's a good way to get your foot into Hollywood. And then now he's able to start making stuff that he kind of really wants to make. So I'm yes. sure, yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's going to be those elements there for sure. It's going to be, there's going to be some elements of that, but, but yeah, I'm excited. I think with, with Ariasta, I, I actually like just find him interesting more than I like his films. I just find his ambition. He clearly just doesn't care. And he, he, he does do self-indulgent projects and just does what he wants, which I quite like because this is like you said, it's, it's very genre bending set during COVID it's a very risky play to have, and he doesn't really care because he kind of like Tarantino says makes films for him, like David Lynch did as well. Um, but we'll move on. Ridley Scott's Napoleon is reported to be two hours twenty-seven minutes long. Should be longer, as far as I'm concerned. But. I was I was going to call out your hypocrisy on Twitter because you went on a rant like two episodes ago that you hate long movies. No, no, no. I said my rant was, I like I, if I love a film, I will love a long like Dune, for example. Yeah. That could be five hours, and I'm watching that shit, and I don't care. It's it's when they have these long movies. Not not see. until three hours later, though, or three years later, though. Burn, Dune, Jab. I have no idea what that. What? Means. <laughs> you, you didn't. Well, you didn't watch Dune until three hours or three years after it came out, so that was the burn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Wait, didn't it come in 2021? I thought it was 2020. Was 20, it 21? 21. 21. I, Steve two years, two years after the fact. Burn, doom, dab. Great. Please stop nothing. Uh, I feel like I haven't really brought any energy recently, so this week is all energy, no substance. Let's people, go. People would have missed that. It's fine. But I, I like if I like the film or if I like the filmmaker, I'll happily go into three hours. It's just like films that so many that I just feel like the narrative isn't there to three hours, and I feel like a lot of films make them longer for the sake it looks like you're more officials like you're more privileged and it looks like people want to watch you more whereas realistically they don't but napoleon on the other hand i mean so, did, did you mind the runtime of bo is afraid because you you didn't yeah. you didn't love the movie but you respect that this was basically mm -hmm. ari aster saying i don't give a fuck what i put out i'm putting out what i want I think I respected Boys Afraid more than I enjoyed it because the last kind of like 45 minutes were definitely a drag. I really loved the first hour and a half of Boys Afraid and then it really started to get a bit much for me from there. Um, but again, I think Boys Afraid I need to rewatch. I think that's a film I have yeah. more than once. It's a I really want to rewatch, especially after Tyler rewatched it. And raised, and it. Yeah, did yeah, you yeah, raise yeah. your score, Tyler? Yeah, I raised it like a lot. It went from like 6.2 to like an 8.4, yeah. But um, yeah. so yeah. when Napoleon's runtime was released on Twitter, I saw a lot of people quote tweeting about the runtime. Were people upset that it's too short or too long? Well, I think that so Ridley Scott is a funny one because his past couple of films he's obviously did. When was House of Gucci, which I didn't watch? When was that? Twenty eighteen. I'm gonna throw that out there. Just gonna guess. I think it was. I think it was re more recent. I feel like it was more recent. I'm not too sure. Um, he did Last Jewel as well, which was like 2019 or something like that. And, and Alien Covenant, etc. And a lot of people haven't liked his recent work, especially with a lot of them being quite long. I'm going to guess that people, some people were complaining given that Ridley, a lot of people don't like Ridley Scott's recent projects. But then there might be people like me who actually wanted it to be a little bit longer because of how in-depth it is. Well, um, and so this is... It's not anything to complain about, though, isn't it? Because it's not like crazy short, but it's not crazy No, 2 long. hours 27 is not that long. And Napoleon, the, the original the Napoleon came out in 1927, and it's a five-hour movie. 
So like I was like I, when I saw two twenty seven, I was like, I think that's a mini series. I think uh, it's a mini series. Okay, well, nineteen twenty seven is like five hours long of content. So the fact that like this is coming out, I was like expecting to be longer than two hours twenty seven. Like I, I, don't, I was kind of yeah, surprised. I was, I was. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, we'll move on to obviously the nerd news of the week as well. The main one being the Superman and Lois Lane casting. Uh, David Cornswear and Rachel Brosnahan, I guess. I don't really know who she is. Cast as Superman and Lois Lane. Um, I didn't really have many thoughts on this. I just wanted Emma Mackey to be cast as Lois Lane. But again, I, I don't know what a Lois Lane is like. I know people are quite happy about the David Cornswear. Obviously, Edward Holt, uh, Nicholas Holt missed out again. Unfortunate. George, you're resident like DC guy, I guess. What are your thoughts on the casting? <laughs> uh, I like this casting. I like this casting uh, a good chunk. I think David Corrin Sweat has the looks. Yeah, I can no sit doubt. here and tell you he has the acting chops. The only thing I've ever seen him in is Pearl, so I'm not going to like... He done mostly TV today? Yeah, he's done some other TV stuff. Um, so I'm not going to like gas up his acting ability um, just because I don't really know it, but... I think he has the looks. I'm sure we've all seen the pictures of him and Cavill side by side. He literally looks like he could be Cavill's younger, younger brother, brother or yeah, son. Yeah. Um, so I do like that. Um, Rachel Brosnahan, I think she's a good casting. Um, I've only seen like one or two episodes of The Marvelous Miss Maisel, so I don't really know what she's about. And I think she made like a few appearances in House of Cards, um, which I used to watch. I never finished, but I, I don't remember where she came in. So I, I again... Can't really speak on her acting ability, but I think the two of them together have the look. Um, I think it's hilarious that people haven't learned yet. You know, Heath Ledger, Joker, he was cast. He got ripped on, gave an all-time performance. Christian Bale, he was cast. He got ripped on, gave a great performance. Robert Pattinson, he was cast. He got ripped on, gave a great performance. I love what? that people... What? What were Christian Bale's movies before the dark or before Batman Begins? Like American Newsies, Psycho, The Prestige. Ameri How do you uh, watch no, American Psycho? Prestige was after Begins. Oh. Prestige was How after. How do you Begins. watch American Psycho and think this guy can't do Batman? That's that's what I'm saying. Pe people, I mean, people said that about like, Batman that's, too. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. but no, I at least about Pattinson for the most part had Twilight. Like he had Tenet, which I think gave up people no. more. Yeah, hope. He had High Life. He had Good Time. He had Lost he had City time. of Z. Like he had so not many. Devil in Lost City of Z is fine. Devil all the time, which was really good. In not a great film though. Yeah, but I feel like for like mainstream media, like Tenet is probably the best idea. Yeah. I hope my kid just fell because I. No, you don't think the lighthouse is mainstream media? No, it's absolutely not. The, no. people only knew no. Batman, and, and neither is Tenet. Honestly, I'm going to say the only thing people knew him from before Batman was like he, they knew him as the Twilight guy. That's what he is. As that's what he I, is. Don't know. I think the lighthouse is like made its way mainstream now. It's it like, is not mainstream. No. That's no. a bit. You, no. you need you to go out on the street right now. No one's seen the. No one's seen the lighthouse. People okay. on film. Yeah. Oh, fine, fine. Phil. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe the lighthouse isn't. Maybe okay. Maybe maybe I'm speaking from a film sense, but the Lighthouse isn't exactly a niche film from our. You have to put put it this way, Seth. I posted the other day. I posted a TikTok video. Oh yeah, so you'll, the comment. Have you exactly heard of the Lighthouse? Uh, no I posted five from... perfect movies, yeah, and movie. it was like Lady Bird, Inside Lewin Davis, so. um, A Silent Voice. Um, what else did I put? I put uh, Sing Street. Which would you consider these niche movies? Or well-known uh, movies. Consider, I'd consider a couple of them, like Sing yeah, Street. Yeah, like I'd consider those more well-known movies. Yet I got a million comments, people saying, 
bro just picked five random movies out of a hat that no one's ever bro, heard yeah. of. I am telling right, you, yeah, random, I got, I you mean. like people on the street see like three movies a year, and it's Prisoners, Interstellar, and <laughs> uh, like Hereditary. I don't like, even know Prisoners. Prisoners is honestly uh, might be too deep of a cut for a lot of people. That's probably true, but I just asked Emma. Emma is married to a guy who talks about movies for twenty eight seven, and I asked her if she knew what La- the Lighthouse was, and she said, "I think I might." And so she's that's a horror that. person. I guess it's not really horror. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, people do not know like yeah. movies that we think, think are pretty basic. I'm the reason you. that, like, I would thought it was because I know it has like a million logs, but then it is letterbox at the end of the day. So it's like, okay, not only film people use letterbox, I guess. It's known in the movie community. Okay, I'll say. Okay, I'll I'll, re- I'll retry. I think it's. I don't think it's niche anymore in terms of our sphere. I think it's a very that's commonly true. known film. Um, but yeah, I see what you mean. Um. Any other thoughts on the casting at all? Do we like it? Oh, it's great. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, cool. Good casting. Yeah. Should have been um, peak, peak uh, James Gunn greater than Zack Snyder. Stop, stop, stop. You're so goddamn lost. <laughs> every, no, actually, I take that back. All right. I was going to say every single James Gunn superhero movie is better than every single Zack Snyder, but I think Man of Steel is better than Guardians 2. No, Dawn yeah. of the Dead is better than Guardians 2. Just for yeah, a lot is better than Guardians Gone 2. Is, Guardians 2 is such a bad example. That's his worst movie. That's why I no, said. I that's why I said. Well, yeah, but I think every other movie that he's made, or every other superhero movie, is better than every other Zack Snyder superhero. Movie. Well, then you are lost. That's not true. <laughs> Guardians one, The Suicide Squad, and Guardians three are all better than uh, Mark. I, Man of none of those are better than Justice League or Man you, of Steel, all right, sorry, <laughs> or please. Watchmen, for that matter of fact. Oh, did you watch? I need to watch that shit. Watchmen is so fun. Watchmen is a good movie. Watchmen, Watchmen, so Watchmen was ahead of its so time. You, you, just, you, you just don't. No, no, you just don't understand. Watchmen was ahead of its time. All right. Well, Imbecile. George, George and Tom <laughs> going out a little bit there. We'll move on. James Gunn says that they are miles and miles and miles and miles and miles away from casting their new Batman. Pretty standard. Just, I'm gonna ask you both. Throw throw a name out the heart. Give me the first person that comes to your head. Go, uh, Jensen Ackles. Interesting, Interesting. Tyler. I don't know. You said first name that came to my head and it was George Clooney. I don't want that, but that's the first name associated uh, with Batman. Thanks to the Flash. I really thought you were about to say George Carmi and yeah. gas me up like crazy. <clears throat> the first person that came to my head was Bill Murray, and I have no idea why. Let's Bill not Murray. Yeah, not as Batman. It's just an actor that came to my head. <laughs> Can you imagine? Going by Bill my Murray? rules, George, I have to choose Bill Murray. So Bill Murray. Might be next up to play Batman. Who knows? Imagine a imagine a Wes Anderson Batman movie starring no, Bill let's Murray. Not, let's not. <laughs> and, and then t- and then Timothy Chalamet as Robin. Wait, Timothy Chalamet, real like low Robin? Key. Yeah, that that work. I think he would make a good like. Jason no, no, I actually God. do. Like low key. Especially when you look at like the Robin and like the animated movies, he, he Timothy Chalamet could pull off that look for sure. Got the especially the Robin from like the Dark Knight Returns Part One and Two. He's got yeah, I can, it. I can, I can understand that. Like, he's got that. the look. Yeah, maybe Nicholas um, Holt will try out for this one again. <laughs> I hope not, man. I feel bad for him. Great I guy. do I do feel bad for him. It makes sense, though, to be fair. I, I see Nicholas Holt as more like a villain, to be honest, in one of these films. I can just see it. Um, I just, there's, all, I, I, I see that, like, story on TikTok about him losing all these big roles. Like, he lost two big roles. But oh, I see it, like, once a week, and I'm like, God, this poor guy. Just give him a, like, what? I would cast him as Lex Luthor. I know the news we're about to get to about Alexander and Bill Sparsgard. Like, that. I wouldn't mind him as Lex Luthor. 
My question to you is, I was going to ask this, I completely forgot, so it's good to like, George bring it up. Do you think it's a good idea that they out all the um, the actors that were doing the screen tests and they were continuously updating and stuff like that for their careers? Do you think that's a good idea? Repeat that? So obviously they were putting out, you know, the actors who were doing the screen tests, people who got cast, and they were, you know, naming names of several actors who were doing the, the auditions, whatever. Do you think that's a good idea for the actor's career that they're publicly disclosing this information so like so many times over and over again? Do you know yeah. what I mean? I don't do I don't think it I don't think it hurts the actor like if they don't receive a role. Like Killian Murphy, like everyone knew he wanted to play Batman oh, in my. the Dark Knight trilogy. And obviously yeah, okay. that didn't like hinder his career. Yeah, I mean, if, I if, if anything, I think it hinders a career more when you play a superhero because then you just get typecast in that role. Yeah, but you make a bag though, don't you? You do so. make a bag, yeah, which is why I'm really pushing to be. I cast. would sell out so hard. <laughs> I, I, I would sell out so hard. I don't blame these actors for doing it because no, they're not even a little. Um, did, moving on. Did we ever talk Michael Shannon's comments on the Flash? No, where he basically so he basically said like he didn't care for filming the Flash. He said like these multiverse stories are basically just people pu pushing act or hitting action figures together. <laughs> like after filming the Flash, he was like, "Yeah, that's that sucked." He's like, "I I didn't do anything. I was in front of a green screen." But he also got paid probably, so it's cool. Yeah, he only got paid a lot, and he barely said anything in the film as well. Um, moving on from what George said, Alexander and Bill Skarsgård are both in the running to play Lex Luthor. I know that George, you mentioned you you would have you know potentially Nicholas Holt playing him. If you had to choose between Bill and Alexander. Who are you going to pick? Hi, Alexander. Interesting. I, okay. I like I like Bill as an actor, and obviously he just came off of uh, John Wick, so John like Rick, he's yeah. very well versed in playing. He's very cast as a villain now. I feel. Yeah, but like the character of Lex Luthor just needs to be like this strong, brooding force, and I can't see Bill pulling well, that off. We just saw Scars got do that in uh no, like, no. the Northman. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you were still talking about Bill. But, but yeah, no, I, I was know, thought Alexander like, would be like the Northman. Lex Luthor's not like a menacing villain. He doesn't have to be a Northman guy. He has to be like no. a smart guy. Just watch Succession season four. Alexander Skarsgård yeah, is literally—he's yeah. literally that's, playing Lex Luthor. He's a. I'm exactly. also pretty. Yeah. From what I've seen, I, I think Bill may get the role, but I also don't know if I trust half the leaks I see anymore. Is it only? Uh, is it just them two in the running, or is it like? several yeah people. i'm sure there's more but yeah. I, i'm sure i i think i'm sure there's more but i think they just wanted to have fun and like say like hey both these brothers are in the role get stellan up in here get I'm stellan god, yes bro. yes stellan. he's the guy <laughs> he would be great man I he just plays the, so much, uh what is it is it he's not house harkonnen yeah he's the uh, baron harkonnen oh harkonnen okay right. yeah well he, he he can just play that lizard man <laughs> as as lex luther just get yeah, no. Uh, and finally, before we go on to what we've been watching this week, Marvel have done the classic, uh, including skulls in in nationwide broadcasts and stuff. Do you like think that. that's classic? I think that's fun. I think it's been done, done before. Time. I think it's fun for this show because it's like them taking over. Why the world. did they do this before the show came out? They did. Did they? Yeah. So, like, they tweeted like a picture of the Guardians of the Galaxy. No, not this specifically. But no, no, they tweeted I mean this thing, though. I mean, like this thing. Well, I, I think, think you got to build hype for the show, like throughout the series. This is oh, uh, Secret Invasion also was like the second lowest uh, watched uh, Disney Plus show. That's kind of crazy. Is that because um, there isn't like a main superhero? Do you know what probably, I mean? It's probably. Like a or Wonder or whatever. But it's like it. No, so it's only second to She Hulk. But I think like Miss Marvel was above it. Um, 
So, but um, I think this is good fun for this show. Like, I also like when just movies do this in general. Like, Smile is fun. But did you guys see? I made a video on it, and I googled like, like if anyone's watching this and they're like, "There's a green weirdo on my screen," they're gonna Google like green weirdo on tv and nothing comes up or like green thing on tv nothing comes up <laughs> they're not going to know what a scroll is you know but if you google like, i didn't really know what a scroll baseball. was yeah exactly like if you google like smile baseball game like smile <laughs> pops up but and yeah, maybe weird green weird, guy on the news weird weird <laughs> green guy on news does not pop anything up <sighs> i do think it's getting a bit overdone but yeah i kind of get it it's good marketing um we'll move on to what we've been watching this week George, I'm going to start with you just because you're the first name on the sheet. So I, I just opened Letterboxd so that I could tell you what I've been watching lately. First review that comes up was Josiah's 1,000th movie logged on Letterboxd. What was that? Take, take a wild guess. Was that something with uh, him in. Mold, it's the uh, human centipede. Oh, really? <laughs> That's interesting. What a pick. What a pick. Uh, but no, I've been, I've been crossing a shit ton off my watch list this week, actually. I'm pretty proud of myself. Definitely... Definitely a big watch list week. Um, I watched Adaptation, um, the Nicolas Cage starring Spike Jones movie. I think that was a really good film. Um, a lot of deep dive on anxiety and just what that could do to someone's mental health. Um, uh, I well, I rewatched Francis Ha, which I seem to be doing a lot. And that was the third movie of a triple feature. I started that night watching Harakiri. It was one of those days where I got home from work early. I showered. I didn't want to go to the gym, so I made dinner. And like by the time I was like wrapped up with like all my evening shit, it was like six o'clock. So I was like, all right, let's start Harakiri now. Finish that by like eight thirty, maybe. Loved Harakiri. We'll talk about that in a few days on a real quick. Then I watched Event Horizon. Shout out the notorious Byron for that recommendation. Nine years. It's a good film. I really liked it. It mm. uh, it was. I I thought it was going to be more of like this epic space movie, but it ended up being more like like Gattaca or Sunshine, where it was just like a very intimate and personal story. Yeah. Um, and then I wrapped that movie up and it was like, I don't know, close to midnight. Uh, I actually left my apartment, went on a walk, came back because I couldn't sleep that night. I don't know why. And when I came back, I couldn't sleep. So I watched Francis Ha, uh, which I just Good short loved. film as well. Short run time. Yeah. It's like, what is it? 70? Yeah. 85 minutes. Um, the film, so it was right? a quick watch. Um, so that was a weird triple feature night going from Harakiri to Event Horizon to Francis Ha. Three completely different vibes. I watched Kill List. Shout out. Yes, to I've been suggesting that to you. Like you, you, you have been suggesting that to me for a while. Um, I'm really happy with it. I'm really happy with the... Um, what did you think of the end? What I, that's, I, I texted you and I think you were asleep, so you may have missed yeah, my yeah. text. Yeah. I like, I expect, like when, when it comes to like these like folk horror movies, like you know some shit's going to go down. So that is weird. not what I thought was going to go down. Because yeah, like the movie does such a good job at like building tension. So like the entire time the movie was going on, I was like, okay, something's like going to happen. Like this yeah, movie yeah. isn't as simple as just this man losing his mind. Like there's something in the background that's going to like add to that. So when we got to that ending, I was like, wow, what a what a way to end this yeah, fucking true. movie. I, I think it's like. It, more people need to watch it. I think it's really good. I, know you I, think, I think it was well. very solid. I, I yeah, gave it four to five. I really enjoyed it. Um, I also watched the new DC animated movie, Batman the Doom, that came to Gotham. It was okay. I'm halfway through that. I don't yeah, it. I, it was okay. It was a very interesting story. It was a very interesting direction to take Batman. Definitely one of the weaker DCAU movies. This feels like a... So I'm halfway through it, so I'm not going to mention it. But it feels like a like Constantine story. 
Yeah, a little bit. Right. It doesn't yeah. really feel like a Batman story. It doesn't it's feel very like a mystical. Like maybe like Batman could be in it, but I don't Who know. Voice? It's very mystical. It's odd. Yeah. Like, it's not a Batman film. It is a Batman film. Who voices? No, it is, but Animated. it doesn't feel like one. Who voices a Batman now? Um, I mean it's it's not a set guy. This so, one was David June Tolley. So you David know. O'Rourke, maybe is his name, but he does it a lot in the DCAU, which I'm going through. Wow, it's funny that this guy also voiced Batman and Soul of the Dragon, because that's another one that's like very like not Batman. <laughs> mm, interesting. Um, and then I watched uh where am I? I watched Sorcerer 1977. Oh really? man, I that's yes. the, uh... love that one. Yeah, um, the, the William uh, Fredkin guy, yeah, 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 the Exorcist yeah, yeah. guy, yeah, that. really, really like that. And then I, I dipped into the uh, uh, like early 2010s apocalyptic movies in Maze Runner and Divergent, and they were both just okay. I've never seen Divergent. I've seen Maze. I've seen the first Maze Runner, and it's fine. Yeah, they're fine. They were both fine. Yeah, uh, Pam, I know you've been taking off like loads of these animated DC films, like loads of them at the minute. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm almost done with the DCAU. And how many other, films? Is it's so, like 20, maybe uh, it's like 20 in a span of like four years, so they were kind of cranking them out, but um, maybe it's less than 20, I don't know, but it feels like I've watched that many. Um, uh, other than the Flashpoint Paradox, which starts it off and George loves and I love, and I think Tyler watched it and really enjoys at the very least. Um, like that was like, that's like a four and a half out of five for me. I, I really love it. I haven't gotten like over like a three and a half out of five from any other DCAU movie. And like, I enjoy the stories they're telling in the sense that they're DC movies, but like, they're just not executed all that well. And the name's Jason O'Mara. He plays Batman and sorry to shit on him, but I really dislike his Batman. Like, I think it's really, really bad. Um, and it kind of takes me out of a lot, especially when like Batman is like the centerfold of this DCAU. And it also like weirdly intertwines. Rob Robin is extremely like in this centerfold, and I just I don't know. It's it's all fine. I haven't gotten to the good ones, allegedly the good ones, um, but they all have like the same exact letter score of like a. I don't know what the hell just happened. I don't know if you guys just heard a loud. Oh, it's my dog. Great, um, but. I don't know. They're all fine. I also I, I got food poisoning. Forgot to mention that and like what I've been doing. The echo, please. Um, so I got food <laughs> poisoning, um, and so I grinded through the nice guys, pitch perfect, and uh, Jurassic Park three. Which was when are you going to stop being a coward and give Pitch Perfect five stars? I I have to be respectful to the movie community. I know it's, it's not. No, you don't. You say you love it. Give it a five. Sorry. <laughs> right, thank you. Um. Yeah, I got food poisoning this week. Forgot to mention that. That sucked ass. I was up all night. And then I had a presentation the next day with like um, a person very, very high up in our company. Had to miss that because I was I literally got to work and yacked in the parking lot. Um, so that just really sucks. But I mean, um, I'm about to move roles, move jobs anyway. So um, I guess that worked out OK. Um, yeah. But that, that's what I've been watching. DCAU and then that and then obviously her Harakiri or how is it pronounced well um i this is probably my least liked review i ever. hated your review for that it, 
You like put a 94 out of 100, and I put both Spider-Verses are better than this. <laughs> it's such a wild, it's such a weird comparison. Uh, oh, yeah, I know, it's a, it's a horrible comparison, is but I think, really, I think yeah. it's just funny, because I, I, I really did like the movie. I think. Is it, it because of the number one thing? Though? Is that why you said it? I just thought about it now. Yeah, 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 because yeah. uh, okay. I saw it was number one, so I had to put that in there. Just I thought you were just doing it. Like, I, I get more likes on, like, a random review of a DCAU movie, but I got three likes on that. Like no one was, Crazy. no one was a fan of that review, which is fine. It was just, I, I like, I just liked it. Thank you. Four likes. Um, I'm not liking really, it. Um, and then yeah, so and then I'm halfway through that Batman movie, which feels like a Constantine movie. Uh, cool. Playing a lot of COD. Nice. Well, if you'd invite me, I'll play it with you. But anyway, uh, Tyler, what have you been watching this week? Yeah, I've been watching a pretty diverse selection. So last Sunday, after the after editing the pod, I watched a lot of movies. I watched Ready Player One. Liked it a lot when it first came out. Didn't love it as much. I still like it. It, it, It's not a bad movie. Um, But I've read the book like three times. I just really love the book. So I just think for me that just lowers the movie, which is just something you can't really avoid. A lot of people deal with it when you read a book and then watch a movie based on it. Um, Seth, I watched The 400 Blows. Very, very good. Uh, Then I went right into... I didn't see your review. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it was on Sunday when I reviewed like four movies back to back to back to back. So it was, it probably got lost in the sauce because I went right into Rosemary's Baby after that. I still haven't seen that. That's been on watch for like seven years. I'm not even joking. It's it was quite good, honestly. Like Roman Polanski, shitty dude, but makes makes good movies. Um, yeah. It's a shame that he makes really good films, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Or he made really good. Films. Yeah. And then I, I finished the night off with Shiva Baby. We've been talking about a lot Win. of pod recently. So gave it a watch. Just still so weird to me that Rachel Sennett's not. Jewish I knew or bisexual. She's not bisexual either. I know. Yes. Which, like, I don't know. The Jewish part almost, like, rubs me more the wrong way because, like, every role she's in, that's, like, what she... Like, it's, like, just weird. Like, she's just... That's not, her thing. Yeah. And it, she, is, like, it is bizarre. How and she literally thing. wears a cross necklace everywhere she goes in public as, like, herself. So it's just so odd to me that she's, like, every role she's just the, the Jewish girl. So... um And then yeah. watch uh, Evil Dead and Evil Dead Rise. I liked them both. I... I think I gave a slight nod to Evil Dead over Evil Dead Rise, but I really like them both. Um, watched The Boogeyman from earlier in June. Uh, sufficiently oh, yeah. creepy, uh, but it just got kind of repetitive, honestly, and they like reveal the monster at the end. It's just kind of weird. Um, watched Run, Rabbit, Run. That was a Sundance movie that I, was, that I didn't see, but it's now on Netflix. Uh, I really love oh. Succession, obviously. Sarah Snook is the main actress in this. She plays Shiv in Succession. Um, she's going to be doing a one-man show also in uh, London, so I might need to go over to London to see that because I really enjoy her as an actress. But Run, Rabbit, Run was just like so repetitive, man. Like It was like kind of like the Boogeyman, honestly, in terms of like it was creepy, but it just went on and on. So it's on Netflix if anyone wants to watch it. Basically she has a daughter and her daughter starts like not being possessed, but like she starts saying like she's someone she's not. And it's, it's creepy and weird and you're wondering what's going on, but it's just kind of boring. Honestly, um, watch Paris, Texas is a new one of my in, instantly became one of my favorite movies of all time. That's another one that I've had to watch. Need to watch that. Yeah, it, it, I thought I just found it to be so, so good. I, I really enjoyed it. The final 30 minutes of dialogue are just immaculate. It's, it's just such a well-crafted film. Um, such a, such a smart movie. Um, and then watch, uh, my blueberry nights, which I don't know if that was the last Wong Kar Wai movie, but I think it was his first English one. It might be his final film. I don't know. It's one of his later works. I don't know, but it's fine. It was like a three out of five stars. Um, Interesting because I, I haven't seen a ton of Wong Kar Wai, but uh, 
his style translated over to English films decently, but it was just a very fine movie. And then, uh, yeah, then that just watched Indiana Jones and Harakiri. I uh, haven't posted my review of Harakiri yet, but really, really good. Really enjoyed it. Watched it last night, then started Monsters, Inc. after it. Didn't get all the way through it, um, like halfway when? through. But I was That's just the like, best film we watched this week, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not as high on Monsters, Inc. as you are, but uh, it's no, a good movie. Fun. It's a good movie. <laughs> Cool. Um, I'd say it's off quite a lot of watch list this week. I watched uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Fuck yeah. Man, like, it's it's the most complex Bruce Wayne depiction I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of the Batman films. It's first animated, obviously. But really, really great character works. 75 minutes long or some shit. And it's, yeah, I give it a four star. Really, really enjoyed it. Really, really good. Um, but, yeah. Perfect Blue. First watch as well. Fucking just incredible amazing loved it uh in the mood for love finally take that off with anna um i liked it a lot i didn't love it i give it like a four uh the color in that guy's film is oh it's same with fallen angels george you've seen fallen angels haven't you yeah yeah it's the same with fallen angels it's just it's, yeah it looks amazing i uh, really really liked it just couldn't get quite invested into the characters and i also watched witness for the prosecution which is only my second billy wilder um finally watched mission impossible two and three Philip Seymour Hoffman is the fucking guy. Um, <laughs> get that out there. Uh, but yeah, two, two and a half, three, three. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're fine. But I think from what I've heard, they get a lot better from four onwards, what most people say. Um, I also watched one of the most, a film that's now in my top five of the year. It's called Blue Jean. Um, it's a English film about a PE teacher who's forced to live a double life um, and basically... Uh, a, a, a student threatens to expose her sexuality during kind of Thatcher's Britain. Really, really good English film. Fantastic film. Really, really enjoyed that. And then obviously Harry Curry, which we'll go over only real quick. Um, but that's kind of about it for me this week. So we're going to move into our game. And I'll be honest, I had zero fucking idea what to say this week, right? I was <laughs> so I thought I'm going to be as egotistical as I possibly can here. Um, and basically, the game is you all get three strikes and you're out. I currently have 69 five out of five stars. And nice. I made that, yeah. Nice. Well, it might be 70 now. I think it's 69 out of 70. One or two. Cam, you're you're on mute, bro. Are you are you trying to react to us right now? Did anyone just see that? Cam yeah, just lost yeah, his mind. Whatever. Move on. <laughs> what what what's come come back? And he'd be like, what's the game we're playing? <laughs> like, uh, so you all get three tries and you have to name a film that I've rated a five out of five stars three tries and you're out it's basically a test of who knows me the most out of you three okay so I can name all 69 movies off the top of my head cool um, I'm going to check out you but it's still 69 because I feel like that's actually a really really good one for me. <laughs> it is 69 confirmed cool nice. so nice. Cam is first if he knows what we're doing yeah who are you yelling at bro <laughs> Cameron, did you hear Sorry, the game? I was recording my coffee golf dates. I thought I <laughs> Tyler knows what your mic's off. I got a hole in one. I think your oh mic's my off. God, my wife, my mic's off. Did you hear the game? My mic's not off. Is it? Oh, can you hear me now? Now we can. Yeah. Yes. I was recording my coffee golf. Could you hear me? Yeah. Uh, I got a hole in one, Tyler. It was pretty legit. <laughs> I have no clue what coffee golf is, but oh, you haven't played it. Okay, sorry. Um, what's the game? Sorry. I told you. I said that he would do this. I know. I know. I'm annoyed, so, but I didn't realize we were doing this. I'm not this defending Cam in the comments this week. I didn't right, know hate on go. Cam. I'm going to thumb no, up yeah, your comment. Yeah. If, if 
You're going to Basically, you're taking in turns. I yeah, you're, I'm picking your five stars. I got it. I got <laughs> it. So you do know the, the game? Yeah, I was listening. I just wanted to be annoying. Okay. Um, you're first come, then George is second, Tyler is yep. third. Three strikes yep. and you're out. Whoever wins is my favorite person on the podcast. So big stakes as well. Fuck y'all. Fuck. I know everything about Seth. We'll start with someone other than Cam because I think he has Cam's Bailey. He has to go get. Cam really just dipped. George of the Rings, the Return of the King. Okay, cool. Yes, you are correct. Thank you, Barry Lyndon. You are correct. Cam and go. All right, so just naming a five-star movie for you. Yeah, just any. Uh, George said Return of the King, and Tyler said Barry Lyndon. Barry Lyndon. Okay, so I'm gonna go with um, After Sun. Yes. That was a weird one, but yeah, you are right. I yeah. will also go with a more recent one, The Banshees of Inisharan. Oh, uh, that would have been better. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. I'll go. I mean, I think you guys are all overthinking it. I'm just trying to think of the real talk collection movies because by proxy, yeah. they're five stars. Mm-hmm. I'll go oh, Old Boy. Right. Old Boy. Yes. Yep. Going with 1917. Yes. Okay. I'll hit you with Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Oh, uh, maybe one of your, maybe your number two favorite movie now? Alien. Yes. Damn it. I was going to go with that. Um, I believe this. I'm 100% sure this is a five star. The Shining. Yeah. 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 Um, I will go with The Father. Yes. I'm scared that you guys are actually going to get them all and none of you are going to get a star. <laughs> well, so how, change- how many strikes? No, no, no. Yeah, we'll start failing here. We're gonna we'll, get start failing. we'll start failing here. We're going to get. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I still got all the real talk collection ones. So th- three strikes, whatever. Go there on. will be blood. Yes. The Godfather. No. First one? Yeah, no, two. Yeah, two, yeah. Two, two, two. No, and yeah. the, no, there are, sorry, the first one. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. The first one's on the Real Talk collection. Yeah, first, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. Not two, sorry. Sorry. That, well, maybe two's on there, but the first one's on the Real Talk collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it better be. I, like. <laughs> uh, I will go with Heat. Yeah. Parasite. Yes. Ooh. I'm going to really Ooh, piss myself off because you just watched this, but I think you gave it a five out of five. Seven Samurai. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say Harry Curry. Okay. No. Nope. Nope. Yeah, cool. I got to let my dog in. I think it's George. It no. yeah, oh, George. Um, I may be overthinking this one. Whiplash? Yeah. Yeah, it's on the collection. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm not thinking about the collection right yeah, now. I gotta think that's about the easiest easiest way. Space. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, I know yeah. it is, but I'm not. I'm just not thinking about it. Yeah, Spirited Away. Yeah, of course. Is that on the collection? Yeah, is it? I didn't actually know that was on the collection. We're fucking geniuses. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. We'll just stall a second. How's everyone's day going? That's pretty good. Cool. I'm tired, man. Yeah, same actually. Yeah, right, we, we said spirited away. Spirited away and whiplash. And whiplash. Um, I believe this is still your only five out of five comic book. And sorry, I have to deal with like family things right now. My son's crying and animals. Um The Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. 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 Still five oh, out of five. That is a five? Interesting. Yep. Yeah. I, I was I was pretty sure it was. That's one five out of five away from the real talk collection. <laughs> is it? Oh yeah, that's five. Oh, another one I think I might be overthinking. I don't know if you have it at a five out of five, but the 400 blows. Yes, I do. Dude, interesting. Have you guys been checking this? No, no, no. I think we know you pretty well, but I like this game a lot. I like this game. I'm surprised we haven't said one movie yet. I think I know which one. Are you talking about Shaun of the Dead? No, no, I said that. Okay. I said that. George said. I feel like he probably has all the Cornetto trilogy, but I'm not going to risk it. 
I know for a fact you have all the Lord of the Rings trilogy, so I'll go two towers and shit. I just gave away one more. Yeah, no, I, I was no, just no, thinking no, that too. I, I was just thinking that too. Fellowship. I was yeah, just yeah, thinking yeah. that too, but I was hoping. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, we <laughs> didn't say that, which is odd. Yeah, um, that'd be the first three that you said just in a row. To be honest, I I know you have Cinema Paradiso at a five out of five. I do. Okay. I, do. I feel like of all your five out of fives, that's the one you talk about the least. Probably is. So no, there's a few old ones. Yeah, yeah, there is. We're probably like, what, like halfway through the 69? So it's going to get a little more dicey. So I, I have know, absolutely no idea. I know for I a fact that. you have Before Sunset because you get upset every time I talk about it and I don't say I have it at five. Yes, I do have Before Sunset. Yeah, it's good. that's a good guess. That's a good guess. That is a good guess. What did you say, George? Uh, I said Cinema Paradiso. That was my oh, last yes. Yeah, Come, so Cinema Paradiso and Before Sunset. That's the two. Did Tyler get that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, give me a sec. I haven't been. In- oh, was Goodfellas said? No, but it is one. Ooh, yeah. that that you're, that you're actually going to sweep. You're going to sweep, and this is going to be so. Yeah, cool. that's awesome. How many uh, have we gotten versus I how have, many are left? I have absolutely no idea. I love this. I love this. Keep going, fellas. Um. I'm pretty sure you have this at a five out of five because I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that keeps it off the real talk collection and it's about time. Yeah. 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 I Cam yes, also I don't, have, I don't have. Oh, you, okay. Okay. Uh, there's I'm gotta be. I'm surprised we haven't said one movie, but I, really I don't I know. I think I have a good one. Oh, I think I have a good one. Definitely 2001 A Space Odyssey. Was that what you're thinking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think this is your highest rated Scorsese, if I'm not mistaken. Actually, I'm going to go safe. I'm going to go with Taxi Driver. Yes. Okay. Both yeah. of those statements were true. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's his highest. Scorsese oh, I think he has one yeah. higher. I think no. he has one higher. I don't. Bailey's eating my money. I'll be surprised if you don't have at least one Mads movie at a five out of five. So I'm going to take another round. You are correct. Oh, yeah. Great pick. Oh, oh great. Yeah, why are you guys? Go- I thought you'd like struggle after like ten. I mean, no, we're, we're not, at least I, all the viewers are getting to know your still, taste. We're still missing like weird sixties uh-huh. and seventies movies. I'll yeah, stop. yeah, maybe. No, I don't know. You know, there's got to still be still real talk collection movies. I'm forgetting. Has have we Perhaps said Schindler's true. List? No, no, but that is one. Okay. No. That is one. Really? Well, as in, it's, it's on the collection. Yeah. yeah, it's on the collection. Yeah, yeah it's a Shit. Man, I, I think just because I've made the collect, right. I, I made the graphic. Maybe I just had yeah. the real talk collection yeah. way more locked in my brain. Because no, yeah. I, I haven't locked in. I'm trying to think of the collection now. It used to be one. Uh, I'm going to throw this out as a fun fact about Seth, but everything everywhere all at once used to be a five out of five. It's now four and a half. Um, don't don't count me down. I need to I need to think for a sec. I need to think about my king, my king Seth. I'll take it. Shit, guys. Shit. Okay. I don't know if this is. This might be the first miss. In Bruges. That's a miss. It's a four. Damn, oh, Damn it. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Tom has got one X on his name. But I but that that's ball. I knew it was up there at least. I knew actually like really, really, that's really. really uh, so wow. I can see why you think that. I would have eventually guessed that. That's a good yeah. pull. I can see why you think that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with... I don't know if it's your highest rated A24 film, but I know it's one of your favorite movies, First Reformed. Yes, it is my highest rated A24 film. Okay. I didn't know if you had that or After Sun or Moonlight as one, two, and three. 
not to flex, but as the resident Real Talk Collection guy, I got like six more on the Real Talk Collection. I've locked in my head right now. So just <laughs> just so you two know, I have like six more rounds of this yeah. smooth sale. Listen, right. I'm, I'm I'm locked. I already got one. I got I got my next th- four picks. Okay, okay. The social network. The social network. Yes, that was not one of my picks. Cameron. Cameron's struggling. Yeah, I'm struggling. I'm, Think about I'm your king. Lost. Okay, so this is what I was going to say uh, earlier. This is what I was going to say earlier as your highest rated Scorsese. I don't know if it's five out of five. I'm also trying to keep my kid from destroying our house uh, <laughs> for hours. No, it used to be five out of five. It's 4.5. Fuck you. It's man. also like my fifth Scorsese. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. interesting. All right, th- this is where my, my first man might come. Because I know it's one of your top-rated A24 films, but I don't know if you have it out of five out of five. But I'm gonna go with Moonlight. I do have it out of five out of five. Damn it! You said that last time, and I was like, "No, that's a." I I, I said it. I got one. I have one. I have one. Yeah, but I didn't know how many of those you had out of five out of five. Wow. I have one, and it's not okay. Real Talk Collection, so I know I'm back for a round. Oh damn! <laughs> Maybe I want to snipe one that's not in the Real Talk Collection to try to ruin Cam's game. No, because he doesn't know the ones that are on the Real Talk Collection. Yeah, so you might as well just keep going with it. I'm just keeping myself alive another round. If you've got five more, you're chilling. Um, I'm going to pull one off the not on the Real Talk Collection. Hopefully it ruins Cam, just to be fun. But I I swear there's your number one Pixar's Ratatouille. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Classic British person, five out of five Ratatouille, lock of the century. That's what I want. I wanted to say that, but I really was like, I don't know if Seth is like that British. (laughs) All right. If this is not on there, I'm going to be so damn mad. But City of God. Yeah, it is. is. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's right. Is that not a a good pick? I have it at four and a half. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I think a real talk collection movie is Memories of Murder. Oh, nice. Is that? I mean, yeah, it is one. It's, it's yeah. on the real talk. It yeah, is. I'm pretty it sure. Is one. Real talk collection. All right. I think I have another one. Um, it's not your damn turn. It's 12 Angry Men. I know. Nice. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. That's uh, real talk collection yeah. movie. But, so, am I the only one with any strikes? Yeah. I'm fighting for my life here. We're getting dicey now, know. though. I think I have like two more in my head that I know for sure, and then I'm, I'm done, so. I'm going to start getting, I'm going to get the list of actually so I can like. I got a few. Right. Let's see. I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with something I wasn't thinking. I'm going to go something crazy. I'm going to say hot fuzz. You are correct. Wow. Oh, that's, okay. that's a bang. Cam from half or give me some Bailey. I was All thinking right. that too, but I was too scared to pick it because I didn't know if you I know. It. I know. Yeah. You said it earlier. He definitely doesn't have the third one out of five, though. The third Cornetto. No, definitely no, no way he has that world's end at a five out of five. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with what I okay. think is your highest rated war film, Pads of Glory. It's not my highest rated war. It might be, actually, but no. Bob! What the fuck was that? Do you, I just spoiled a next answer. Did you not hear oh, it? I think no, I know I what your number one war film uh, of all time is. Shit, man. I just said it. Um, I think I know what it is. Come and yeah, see. You are correct, George. That's... No, but I mean, you are correct anyway. It's five star, but no. What the hell? It's is... not Come and See, your favorite war film? No. Oh, oh I clipped it. I definitely glory. freaking got no, it. No, this is a film I love more, like much more. I. I not much more parts of glory. That is close, actually. To be fair, but you know, there's a war. I got it locked in. I got it locked in. You know, when you hear this, you'd be like, obviously, you'd be like, yeah, obviously. That's no, I'm not gonna you think know, that. Tyler, will he think it's obvious after he hears it? Probably, yeah. Yeah. 
Cameron, you're up. Uh, um, um, what have I missed? What come and see and pass the glory. And they both work? Yeah. I think if he marks off, come. Or you just got to pull it closer. It's not off. I got to cl- oh, get okay. it closer. Um, okay, I had one. Let me think of it again. I had it earlier um, before pulling it. Oh, the elephant man. Yes, that's a really yeah, good pull. Yeah, yeah, really. How did you get that? Damn, I did not think of that. That's a good. One. Ooh, I think I have one. I think I. Have I, one. I love this. Like after, I, after I, finish, I'll read how many you've not got right, so we can see how many you are. I, I'm pretty sure you have this at a five out of five, but I don't think it's your highest rated war film, which is why I'm still lost. 1917. I already said it. George, what are you doing? Like, Dude, what is your favorite? Oh, I've got it. I've got it's it. Not a possible now. Hold on. It's not Paz of Glory. It's not Come and See. It's not Schindler's List. It's not Apocalypse well, Now. What oh, the fuck you is your favorite war film? I thought Apocalypse I Now hasn't it. been said yet. That's what I was thinking in my head. Shut up, Tyler. Shut up. Shut oh, up, is man. It, uh, is it Apocalypse Now? Yes. Oh, oh, it. The way George said that, I thought he was saying like if someone already picked it. I was like, oh, I shit. I didn't know someone already picked oh, it. Oh, That's always my favorite war film. Oh, I did not think you had that rating. No, no. I, I love Who holds that back from the Real Talk collection? I need a pause. It's on the Real Talk collection. <laughs> is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so lost right now. I did not think you had that at a five. I thought I was losing my shit for a nah, second. Nah, that's like, it's in my like top 15 ever. Like, oh, films and oh, Fuck me. I did not know you held that that highly. Yeah. I mean, I'm very happy about that. No, I'm yeah. surprised you didn't get that. George, actually, I'm looking at my five stars. There's a few here that you guys are like fucking missing. Big there's time. there's one I'm shocked we haven't said, and I will finally say it next. There's, unless there's Tyler half you here. or okay, Cam well, say it. I have two more Real Talk collections in my head. So I'll get those out of the way. The Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Interesting. Uh, um, it was Apocalypse Now. Bad, bad podcasting, everyone. Sorry, I'm trying to balance a lot of things. Um, You're good. Um, what was said? Apocalypse Now. On, on Apocalypse Now. Okay. Um, Persona. No, that's the one I was going to say. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Oh, I thought you were saying no as if it was going to be a four and a half. No, no, no. I was saying like, no, like that was going to be my next pick. And I can't believe that's how long it took one of us to say that. Yep. Um, yeah, that's an interesting one. I don't think this is a real talk collection movie, but the thing. Have we said no, that? Do you know when I said, George, there's one that it's I think we're not. No, I love the thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you changed it. Maybe George. No, I ain't changing the thing, no, boy. That's I'm a five that. for me, too. Maybe Jane. Someone changed it to a four and a half. I swear. Maybe I'm crazy. Okay. 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 I I thought of that earlier and just missed, I guess. That's one. All right. This one's, this is the last real talk collection I have in my head. So after this, I'm free balling it, but one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yes, obviously. I think that's crazy. You didn't, you guys think there's one more real. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there is more, but that's the only one I had in my head. I don't know. I don't know if there is, to be honest. I don't think there is. This is bad day to not be wearing that hoodie. I just flip it okay. real quick. I think yeah. I, I think yeah. I think this is a real talk collection and we haven't said it. Goodwill hunting. Yes. Oh wow, yeah. Totally forgot about that one. Come on. Come on. I also think this is a real talk collection. There will be blood. We are I, I already said that. Oh fuck. I hate my life. I'm not paying attention. Um there was something you watched recently for the first time. That I know you gave a five stars. Hmm. And maybe not recently, but within the last couple of months, I know it's been on my watch. Do the right thing. 
Yes, that's a really good pick. That's a Spike Lee movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Spike Lee. Yeah. yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, and that I was like think, that was quite recent. It was like three, four months yeah. ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. I also think we're missing one horror movie, but I don't know if you have it at a five out of five. I think we're missing two two horror movies actually. Probably Blair Witch Project. Um, yeah, love that. Yeah, show. I'm sure. Do you? Okay, this is probably gonna be my first miss. Monsters Inc. No, four and a half. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, here, I just I was pick. going based off of like when I said I was yeah. watching it, and he like I reacted so positively here's, to here's, it. Here's here's a pick, and I don't know if it's correct, but I'm going to throw it out on that same vein. Toy Story. No, so your outcome. That's unfortunate. Really? I so all the Toy Stories, all three of the first, all uh, the first three are all four point five. For That's me. they're all very close. Take. Horrible take. What do you mean? They're I'll, all I'll be so upset if I'll be so upset if Ratatouille is your only five out of five animated movie. No, because we had Spirit Away. Oh yeah, Spirit Away. I don't. He did not give Perfect Blue Damn it. five out of five. I know. Right? I know. Uh, Damn it! So I wish I would. I want to play for fun. I'm so bummed. Yeah, I I don't think he gave um one of the horror movies. This might be my first out. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You are correct. That's a really, no, you really had that a five. Okay. Yeah, no, I love that film. Man. You posted a video recently about it, like praising the, f- or you mentioned it. It somewhere. was in your, it was in your scariest movies, wasn't it? No, but that wasn't no, really. No, the, no, no. no, I did do. A, I watched I it again a few it. months ago and mentioned it then. Maybe that was that. Or maybe Damn, was I'm going moment. to look at your letterbox now that I'm out. <laughs> yeah, but don't say anything. I don't. Obviously, anything. thank you, Mike. What drawing inspiration from the posters behind me i'm going to go with another thomas Vinterberg movie because i believe someone already said another round but i think you have the hunt also at five i do oh. damn it i was going to say good that but i didn't pull. know do you yeah. have that at a five yeah. good pull. that's a really good pull good um one. the other horror movie that i was thinking of was get out yeah i do actually have get out at five that's a good damn pick. it damn yeah, it yeah. Oh. these are all great picks I like from here. I'm lost. There's still and Cam will say it. There's still oh, like a few. Wait, did I say the, like, did I say the hunt and then George said get out or who just said get yeah, out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, did yeah, we I skip did. over Cam? Oh no, Cam's out. Shit. Cam's out. I'm out. Yeah, Cam's I'm out. out. These are great polls though that I should have known. Speaking great of picks. great polls, this one I don't know for sure, but I'm thinking back to an earlier episode when you talked about this is one of your favorite seasonal movies of all time, Home Alone Two. You are nice. correct. Wow. Great. 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 That's your number that's one Christmas one, movie, no right? No way. Yeah. That's a great pick. That is that's awesome. It's a fantastic. Oh, my God. I didn't uh, think I thought that would oh, be. Oh, I think awesome. I have one that I want to. No, definitely not. Never mind. Ignore All right. It. I also think I'm pulling this one out of my ass, but I'm pretty sure you've mentioned that this is your favorite or one of your favorite coming of age movies, School of Rock. Yep. That's really unfortunate. No, I dropped like a month ago. Did you no really? I, I haven't no seen it in a couple of years. It's a four point five. Oh, you bad, George. You only got one strike. There's your first strike. I know, but I really thought that was such a yeah. good no. It was. Goal. It was. So is it one was. strike to oh, one strike? God. Yeah, one to one. Yeah. God damn. Damn. I'm so disappointed. Is it two myself. strikes in your outer? F- Three. three we did three yeah. so we both have one so we both have two more There's lives a few oh, more i only have two more in my more. head but i'll try so i'm really trying to think i think i'm worried this might be a 4.5 but i think you rewatched it and gave it a five on rewatch and it's shout out to real quick episode like 17 i don't know blowout it was a five on first watch so it's a great pick another oh, one that you dropped i thought you're wait did you drop it 
No, no, it was a five. Oh, on. It was a five on. okay. Oh, oh, the way oh, you said that sentence, I thought you were saying it was a five on first watch, but yeah, it dropped. I it. No, 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 I mean, because you said it was on rewatch, it was right. five straight away. Yeah, just because so, you rarely get fives on first watches, so I was worried. Good. Okay, that's a good. That's a good Ooh. poll. Seth gave a five on first watch to Tar. I did. Yeah, I did. No, that's he the did. last Great. one I had in my head, dude. Yes, he did. Yeah, that's a Great good pull. Job. Good pull. That is really good. I didn't think anyone would get that. Okay. I didn't know if you had lowered it or not. That no, was literally no. the last but one yeah. I had in my head. I remember that Letterboxd review. You even wrote something like, this is a movie that reminds me what I love about yeah. movies. So fucking cool. love Tom. Or some stupid shit like that. Shout out Straw okay. Hat Goofy <laughs> giving it a 1.5. Yeah. Um, Illusion. So, okay. I'm going to pull this out of my ass. So... We got Spirit Away. I really think, is, is Before Sunset the only movie in that trilogy he's given a five out of five? Oh, that might be worth a gamble. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But I'm going to take a gamble on another Ghibli film. Ooh. Your Name? That's not Ghibli, is it? It's not Ghibli. Oh. But it is a five, though. But is it a five? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, Sorry to Studio Ghibli eight, for no. giving you credit for that amazing Damn. film. Damn. Yeah, I didn't know you had that rated. No, no, your name I think is amazing. I love it's great. Shit, Um, George, I need you to think like really obvious here as well. I I have one in my head, and I know, like I know you praise this actor, but I don't know if you hold this movie to a five out of five. That's that's my problem here. Well, if you want to risk it, you've got another strike after. Tyler's cheating. (laughs) <laughs> I was looking at a movie board. I got That's crazy. 100 movie posters that, back there. But it's crazy. honestly, my eyes aren't good enough to read those small texts. So, I don't know. all right, the, crazy. I, I'm taking a shot here. This might be my next strike because I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you have this at a five out of five. The Silence of the Lambs. Yes, that's nice. the obvious one. That is. Yeah, okay. Gonna be honest, not that one was already it. taken. I don't think it was taken, but I, my mental, I was like, that, oh, that was taken. Yeah. Okay. I was like, so. I, I didn't know you rated that a five out of five. Yes, yeah, in the oh, collection. Man. There's okay. one on here we should have gotten. Uh, is it on the Real Talk collection? Like, no. Is it like I stupid obvious? A bunch. So do I. I so, shit, do I have one strike or two strikes? You've got one. You both got one. Oh, yeah, because your name was right, but I just said the studio name wrong. Um, so maybe we should mark you down for calling a Ghibli film. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> There's a ton on here I'm really upset about my um, yeah. There's one that I'm surprised we haven't mentioned. There's, there's one here. And I think is on the Real Talk collection. If, I'm, if I think. Well, is it my turn? Oh, no, it's Tyler's gone. No, thing. it's mine. Yeah, Tyler's gone. Shit. I, I will genuinely be surprised if this one isn't on the Real Talk collection. I'm going to just take a gamble before sunrise. No. Two sharks. That's four point five. Yeah. Ah, that's fair. I have it at four point five. Uh, no country for old men. Yes, obviously. Yes, that's such an obvious. Doing this shit. That's crazy. I don't know the collection, bro. I don't know our own guy. No, that, that, that's not on the collection. That movie. Is I don't on. know. Um, do you have Mulholland take. Drive at a five out of five? It's not your go, George. Well, we're done. No, no I, I, I still have one more life. Oh, you, I thought that was two. you. Have no. Tyler has one more, and you have two more. Oh, we're doing three lives. Yeah, yeah, Cam got three lives. Yeah. Oh, well, there's, there's, my bad. There's a few more that you haven't got, to be honest. All right, well, ignore my. So thing. he definitely doesn't have any Star Wars. Doesn't have any comic book movies other than The Dark Knight. Do you want me to answer that question still? No, no, no. Okay. I'll, I'll maybe <laughs> say it again. Interesting. Okay. Maybe, maybe Tyler will answer it. So in case the answer is no, he'll <laughs> take a hit. <laughs> 
Yeah, my mind's failing me here. I'm I'm not getting anything from this. Um Oh, I was just Okay, so my mind, here's here's the thought process. I was thinking what's a French film? Cuz I feel like he likes French films. I was thinking movies with countries in the name and then led me to your home country. This is England. That's a fucking great pick. That's well, a really that's good That's some inside the mind of, of, of a master. It's, it's oh, the, oh, man. What the fuck is um, this? is England. It's a coming-of-age movie about, um, like, uh, skin about and England. fascism. I've had it on my watch list forever because every it's time a, he mentions it, like I make a, a note to watch it. It's like a political coming-of-age film. It's amazing. It's amazing. 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 That's a really good pick. It's a really that, is good. A, that is a pull and a half. Now, George, do you want to... I... I, I I'm I'm confident enough in this pick. Mulholland Drive. No. No. Did you ever have that at a five? It's a four point five. It's always been a four point five. Really? Yeah. So you got two strikes. Well, is it two each now? Shocking. Yeah. yeah. Some of yeah. the only things coming to my mind are animated movies, and I just feel like there isn't any more five star animated movies. For no, Seth. I doubt it. He doesn't give the Departed a five, which is no, crazy lost no i did but i i dropped that recently I, I, like a few months ago anyway yeah i'm I'm gonna get be getting out here um uh this is bad podcasting let me have, have you seen a lot of kurosawa is there any other bergman's on there that might be higher i know pers- oh oh so i know he doesn't have wild strawberries there you might have opened up a whirlwind here oh <laughs> Okay. Oh. oh God. What other Bergmans am I forgetting? There is one that. Oh sh- There's no. This yeah. isn't a five, but I can't think of anything else. I don't want to keep holding up the podcast. I'm just gonna guess Autumn Sonata. No, it's four point five. Yeah. No, no, he has Fanny and Alexander at a five out of five. I do. Yeah, and I will tell you the ones that's that you your Bergman. Uh, George, you are my best friend now in the podcast. Thank you. Oh, Wait, I, can I still go? I'm not done. Oh yeah, go on then. I have one more strike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think of a person who just passed away. Yeah, obviously. Jesus Christ. Come yeah, on. that was the big miss that oh, we, we had. No one said Little Miss Sunshine yet? No, no, no. That's the only one that I wow. like, looked oh, at yeah, and was like, wow, how did we not here. get that? Um, I'm pretty sure another Bergman you have is through the, uh, what is the, what's the name of the stupid movie? Through, through the looking glass, through a glass. Through a glass darkly. Through I'll a glass it. darkly. <laughs> you have that at a five out of five. I do, yeah. Tyler mentioned French films. So I'm thinking you either have Petite Maman or Portrait of a Lady on Fire at a five out of five. It's, it's got to be one of those. I'm going to go with Portrait. I do have Portrait. I, I'm surprised no one got that. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm shot. I forgot about that. Oh, that's portrait my favorite is where I'm going. going. Yeah. Um, another Anna, you don't have Wally at a five out of five. No, I don't. Is no. that your guess? There we no, are. no, no, no. no. You trying to say phrase it like a question and just say yeah i'm sorry i i I, (laughs) that's crazy i I think this is where i'm gonna get out the graduate yes 4.5 fuck i'll give you the ones you didn't get okay so you didn't get dark water kez yeah five easy pieces bride of frankenstein which kind of i thought you would oh you just gave that a five yeah uh thief yeah, no, thief. I, I said thief. I said thief. Did you? Oh, I said. I said, I said he, is Fight I said Club on the collection? No. Oh, no. Seth gives that like no. a four and a half. Hey, yeah. four. Let's calm down. Um, 
Dogville Battle Royale Lost Highway, which which I think you should have got because I mentioned that on the queue. Oh, did we say this? What did we say? The father? No, which That's is crazy. A, uh, I, I thought someone bad... did. I thought like Cam said the father. No, I, I did not. I did no not. Did. Damn, um, I should have thought. You of also, that. George, you didn't get Latin, which surprised me. You said French not. films. You didn't get Latin. I didn't think you had that at a five. No, it was, uh, you also didn't get. Uh, actually. We didn't. We didn't get a uh, Jag Ten. Is that what, the? Oh no, that's the Hunt. I'm just <laughs> looking at the poster. I, I'm sorry. I was just. Did looking you get at the taxi poster. driver? Yeah, yeah we got I, taxi I got taxi driver. driver. Okay, so you, you didn't do that badly then. You did pretty well. What do you mean that badly? I think we got well. like sixty. Yeah, we got... I think we got like sixty-four of sixty-nine. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of cool. To be fair, we cooked. We cooked. You, we you, did cook. you did cook well. I didn't even do well, but like... I'm taking it as a team win that we cooked. <laughs> no, you we cooked. Like the top dogs, which huh? surprised me. You forgot some of like the top, like top the Little dogs. Miss Sunshine, and, and yeah, I can't that... believe we forgot Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, no one said crazy. that. I'm no. the father. I'm and the father. No, I said the father. I said the father. Yeah, I, I swore yeah. someone said it. That's why. I... Oh, oh, yeah, that was one of my first picks. Okay. Okay. Well, feel free to vote on this draft on Twitter. For your favorite film in my five, I don't know, fucking idea. Man. Um, so just as you make usual, a make a list of like four col- four columns of just random movies. Just <laughs> random movies. <laughs> yeah, just on we should actually do that and let people just. This week we drafted movies. That's it. That's it. Um, best. As I mentioned before, uh, please check out the Patreon. As as Cam mentioned, as as Tyler mentioned, as I mentioned, with the merch, the Barbenheimer T-shirts. This is kind of the last podcast episode where we can stress, you know. If you want to get one ordered, if you want it in time for the release, this is kind of the last one because it comes out 21st of July, I believe. Um, so obviously next week will be a bit mm-hmm. later at that time. You can't guarantee that. It took, it took mine to get here like 10 days. So okay, that's so kind it's of guaranteed a, from now then. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think you're good now. But... The next couple, well, a few, couple days or whatever, a few days. Um, but it's always worth picking up early. Again, check out the Patreon. We have many, many benefits on there, such as recommending us films, drafts, um, movie watch-alongs, etc., etc. And we've got a really active Discord. It's just great to chat in all the time. And of course, leave us a like on YouTube and Spotify and rate and whatever. But before we get we end things, I'm going to shout out our executive producers. So we've got Al Bodie, Alexander Kephart, Mac Wells, Remy Walker, Stephen Johnson, Seven Mod Jeffy, AJ Quigley, Alexander Biscardi, Ben Leg, Ben Hansi, Brody Young, Callum Singh, Cody yeah. Whitney, Peter Buckner. Dean Cotamandius, uh, Dylan Chip, Ferdinando Four, Jimmy O'Connor, Jordan Gag, Josh Hines, Luke Dyrog, uh, I think, Marcellus, Nick Shirpley, Relapse, Rocco 1.0, Sean Morales, Tadamuji, Trey Arzi, Will Kim, Eunice BBX, and Zach Graves. Our Patreon review this week will be Harry Kiri, and the Patreon draft will be the top five films we've never seen. Thank you all very much for listening, and we will have much more content coming soon.